0: Tell me about the this uh, this field guide book. Today's podcast brought to you by Plackers. That's Smile not, like everyone. That's what? not true. Okay. That's yeah. Not. So, I just stumbled out in the backyard and found this gigantic, like three pound fucking mushroom that I'd never seen. Like it just popped up overnight. This three pound monstrosity mushroom, and I wanted to know what it was because I wanted to eat it.
1: You <laughs> say it was so large a a, a, yeah. no, a gnome should walk yeah, out the you front. Remember door? that
0: cartoon David the gnome? Fuck had, like, yeah. Like around in a little fox. Mm-hmm. Like, if he popped out of it, I would not have been shocked. So Would you have he, eaten him with the mushroom? He seemed like a friendly guy. I don't know. No, that please! That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we went to, I don't know, whatever bookstore I went to, Books A Million or something, and I found there little Audubon field guide books for it, and I looked it up, and sure enough, it was a King Belit, which is like one of the... Grade A, you want to eat these fucking things, kind of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So I went home and I cut this mushroom out of the ground, out of my fucking backyard, and I cooked it and I ate it, and it was rewarding. What it well, taste like? Wonderful.
1: How did it look like color wise? Was it like a like a lion's mane, it or looked, it's like kind of white? So,
0: and Beliefs, I guess, all of them have like a big fat round bottom, right? You know how like some mushrooms have just like a stem, right? Right. This thing's like a big fat cake. The whole thing looks like a fucking, uh, what do they call those things? They got, like, another name of something like Penny Loaf or something like that because mm. it literally looks like a, a piece of bread sitting there on the ground. It's That's like how a, my penis looks. Yeah, it's like a flat, round. Yeah, it's like a nice toasted kind of golden top to it. Mm. But, yeah, I really thought that I might die because, you know, you're always told, like, you throw a mushroom, you're fucking dead,
2: right? Which is true.
0: But I looked up those kind, those beliefs, those big fat bottom ones. There's only two kind that are poisonous at all, and they won't kill you. They just give you basically the shits or whatever. I mean, please, if anybody's listening to this, don't take my word for any of this shit. Please don't contact me because you ate a mushroom and died. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's only two. And this one, you can do tests to see if it's one of the shitty kind, right? Like, you basically dab it to your tongue if it's bitter. You don't fucking eat it. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, cooked this thing. It was great, and that cost me forty dollars for that book. What'd forty dollar mushroom. With? Oh, some butter, maybe a
3: little garlic. I don't remember. Oh, I looked up like a. You had this cas- whole fucking story about this mushroom. You know how he remember how you prepared it? No, I. I didn't it's about say. the journey. Bro. It was
0: the journey. i bad. And that's it. And that's how I became the head chef at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Such an exciting tale. Full of wonder, excitement. Yeah, there's some twists and turns in there. That, I probably won't put that. In. Probably won't be a part of my book. But oh. so,
1: I was thinking about this um, earlier. I had uh, I had left uh, while the storm was going on. If if you were to wed and. Make a child with any mythological creature. What would it be?
0: That is a really good question.
1: These are the the questions that the people want. Do I answer, get to though?
0: like pick how it's formed? Like, oh you know, yeah, don't. Totally. Oh like. yeah. Probably a dragon because one would be fun to fuck a dragon, and I would want the kid to have like full dragon head, dragon neck, wings. That connects to just a little human body. I think that'd be good. I think. I, I'm gonna go, that's final answer.
1: I would wonder what a dragon vagina would be like. I imagine... Monstrous. Yeah. I'll like, have teeth. <laughs> well, maybe spikes, for sure. There's fire inside. Or you'd have to wear a mithril condom just to get in there, you know?
0: But eject gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it
1: right. Oh, yeah. It's not guaranteed to happen.
3: I don't... I don't know. I've never been... That's one I've never actually...
0: Minotaur! (laughs) You're striking me more like a tar, man. I
3: was going to say like a centaur. That'd be cool. I think they're already the product of that, though.
1: That's not true. That's not true. You fuck a horse, that does not happen. How do you know? Science, Will. Okay, man. I, I I paid attention in... That
3: yeah, class? Like nothing happens at all. You I mean, let's say I fucked a centaur. Go signal, to jail. Right? <laughs> right. We don't know how it's going to come out. Right? It could have, but like... But
0: centaur's already half horse, half Okay, what well,
3: if we fuck this thing up, and it's, like, it's got, like, you know, it's the, got the body of the man, and then, the, like, the legs are also of the man, and it's the center's the fucking horse. So, like, wait,
1: wait, I get what you're saying. So it would go from then, like... Like half man, half horse to three
3: quarter man, one quarter horse.
0: At max, that's... at max,
1: so it would be like anywhere from one sixteenth horse to five sixteenths man or three quarters man, one quarter
3: horse.
0: I mean it would have to be an awkward feeling. Just you're fucking essentially what is a horse, right? Mm. But you're hearing human moaning sounds? Hmm. I wonder if they would like <laughs> like <laughs>
1: Like, whilst it's going on, I think also, like, if that happens, like, be some fucked up shit if, uh, you know, it comes out like, like, pretty much a, a horse, like, you know, but a bipedal, you know, but Bojack it's, Horseman. yeah, yeah, Bojack Horseman, but his, his genitals are just, like, people-sized, and, like, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't <laughs> How have, unfortunate. yeah, he, does, he doesn't have
0: the big horse cock. Tiny little man pecker.
3: Did you finish BoJack?
1: Yes, I did. How, I haven't,
3: I've watched the first three episodes of the final season of the final part of the season. Mm-hmm. How does it end?
1: The, um, I think they do pretty well. Um, nothing tried to go for this big um, artsy fartsy kind of ending right. or anything. You know what I mean? The the next to last episode. Without spoiling it, Bojack has what uh, we would equate or call a near-death experience, which turns into a death experience. So again, that's the next to last episode. So the final episode, as you go into it, you don't know if Bojack is alive and he was just having like like a near-death experience or if, no, like this was it. But uh, I, I will say that um, I, I think that, that like, so much of that show, like it's so beautiful to me. Um, aside from like the, the vibrant animation and like the, the characters and the dialogue, there's a lots of different levels of humor in it. And I really enjoy humor that is sort of multifaceted like that, like, you know, like South Park or how like The Simpsons used to be. Like back in the day, but it, it's it's not too ideological. Like throughout the whole show, there's characters in it that are ideological. Like you know, like Diane is a uh, very left leaning uh, ideologue, and then Mr. Peanut Butter is just sort of aloof. He did, yeah, yeah, like he he's like he's a golden retriever. He just he's just there. He just wants to make people happy and like have like a good, good parts time. Of
3: Hollywood, there are like Indian vapid. they there for the intention. Mm-hmm. And like there's 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 glimpses of his character when like. All That goes away, you see, like, the sadness and pain that he's like really going through in life.
1: Yeah, that's like a sad dog, would. yeah. And even, um, like, there's a I think it's in the next to the last season, if I'm not, or uh, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane start going through, they start having marital problems, and then, uh, like, they start like having a fight which turns into like angry sex and so you get to see that angry dog side of Mr. Yep. Peanut Butter. So like like there's I, I really love how that show treated the characters because it, it takes about six or seven episodes to get into it because you're just sort of like alright, I mean this is kind of funny but like what's like, what's going on?
3: When it pulls you in and it, like it grabs you and goes.
1: Oh yeah. There's one trick I noticed the show does um, that I thought was uh, almost like an, like many things in the show, an homage to like old school Hollywood, and that's the profanity. Only usually once a season do they say the word fuck, like, and whenever it's said, it's usually said at like a key moment, and it, it had made me think of like how desensitized we've become to that word, like mm-hmm. even just like in the past like twenty years, like you know like um, what was it, uh, the Departed. Like, I think it had uh, broken the record at the time for, like, the most F words and, like, a a work of fiction on film or something like that. I
3: watched that um, about two months ago. I remember going to the theater and watching it, and I really, really think it was a great Scorsese movie. Mm -hmm. But then going back and watching it again, it's not one of his best works at all.
1: A lot of Scorsese movies kind of just feel like Goodfellas. See, and
3: I actually watched Goodfellas about three months ago, and I didn't—I did not like it. Was it your first time watching it? Mm-hmm. But second, I can i watched all his other work, mm-hmm. like, like Casino is like probably one of my favorite all-time movies. And then, like you, but you can see that's like the proto Scorsese. You can see he's getting the formula set up.
1: Casino is almost like a, a just a, a sequel to Goodfellas. It's yeah. I mean the the way it's shot the even kind of like the, the subject matter and the characters, like even like Joe Pesci, like his character in Goodfellas essentially comes back from the grave for a casino. I mean, he's he's not really well, not, doing too much differently there.
3: And then you have, what's the one that's on Netflix that's um, The Irishman? I haven't watched that one yet. I haven't watched that either. It's I, pretty good.
1: I, um, I've gotten so detached from movies after like, Probably, like, whenever I started really getting into conspiracies, like, five years ago or so. And then, you know, like, that was around the time, like, I had, like, started getting into, like, uh, the Epstein stuff and, like, the Hollywood scandals and one on these, like, pedocults cults, Nexium, and all this other shit. And it, it, it really made me sad because, like, you know, there was, there's like, people in there that, like, meant a lot to me as a child. And that, like, you see them, like, actually, like, nah. Some of these people are actually pieces of shit, and do terrible things. I mean, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't habits, idolize celebrities. Yeah, you know? What's
3: the average person going to do when they can have everything and get bored with that eventually? Well, apparently, it's it's uh, uh, human
1: trafficking seems <laughs> to be like the the fun thing to do. Maybe they should try playing a video game or something. <laughs> I have, they heard, have
3: they ever heard of a, a game called Oblivion? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, if you play oblivion, I doubt you want to, like, probably traffic children. I mean, that's just the way I feel. I don't know. When you get
0: to the end of it, 500 <laughs> hours later, <laughs> what
3: is there left?
1: <clears throat> Normally, that's when you just start a new character. Um, and you, start you again. tell yourself
3: it's not going to be a stealth archer, and then it just ends up being a stealth archer. It
1: really does, like, every time. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm going to be a sneaky dude with a bow
3: would have started playing through as a warrior about nope. three hours in fatigue
0: believe and Skyrim both just turned into that every single time Morrowind
1: see I'd never the
0: king of, of the Elder Scrolls I'd never gotten into Morrowind I know uh, you two played it a lot and I'm replaying it actually are you really yeah it's 20 almost 20 years old now holy shit so it's just about in
3: that prime 19 did Justin play it time. <laughs> it's almost ripe enough. Because that came out summer of 2 Yep. Because I remember you went to the house, mom's house, and cut the, the, uh, the bushes in the front yard for money to go buy it. Yeah. Best thing I ever did.
1: Would you say that that's, the Elder Scrolls are probably like your favorite Favorite game franchise?
0: Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Probably Oblivion, too. It's probably the best one of all
3: of them.
1: That's my favorite game, like, ever.
3: Oblivion, um... Each, excluding, uh, Daggerfall and Arena, which were, like, really old. And yeah, like, I'd, I'd like never... Games.
1: Yeah, I Doss was Yeah, I was into Doom whenever, uh... Those guys were out? They all
3: have certain aspects of each of those, the, the, the three current, like, modern franchises that are really good to strong. Like, Morwen had very good exploration. It didn't it hold your hand. There were no quest markers. Like, the quest marker was you actually reading the fucking quest text, and it'd say, go this far out the river, look for a forked tree, go this many uh, feet this way, and there, there'll be a cave. That yeah. was the thing. Which is what...
0: Gives the you know immersion into the game, yeah. learning the stuff about it, not just following a little marker like, the on your compass. Like the biggest flaw with Skyrim, right there to me, is that little marker on your compass telling you where to go. I would say
1: the biggest flaw with Skyrim is how poor the map is. Like, not the actual map that you play on, mind you, it's gorgeous. But when you bring up your map, and it gives you that weird sort of like, uh, you can, like, pitch, roll, and uh, yaw. I
3: actually really like that. It's somewhat, Do you? It's yeah. still isometric a little
1: bit. Well, what I don't like about it is you, there's no cardinal direction that's right. sort of given on there. It's implied that you're viewing everything from the north. Yeah. But you also could not be. Like, you could be, like, looking at things to the northeast or the northwest. Versus just, like, the, uh, like the top-down view. Like, it makes... Like cities
3: a lot easier to see and landmarks a lot easier to see. Oblivion had the better writing and stories and gameplay. Skyrim had probably better gameplay. I got more
0: memories tied with Oblivion though, because we were living together. You fucking dick. (laughs) Every time I hear the word oblivion or think about that game, I think of Jean Luc Picard up on the screen and Will sitting in front of it just like that. So he's sitting right now just in front of that TV. Just bought
3: this fucking game and pops it in. This fucker has slept all goddamn day. All fucking day. And wakes up singing like he always fucking did. Goes in there and pisses. Hey, good morning, Will. What you doing? Play the game. Walks in there, the Dane's fucking, and like we're doing all, all the exposition and you know, Jean Louis Picard's talking before he gets the jig, jigging the fucking neck. Set of the story and here, boo, chee, For a fucking hour straight. <laughs> Didn't fucking deviate, the same fucking beat. Oh, I mean, like, and.
0: <laughs>
2: I remember
1: that's that. What I'm I known for that's an iconic beat, Will. That's that's
3: it's the Gibson boogie.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's my kind of boogie.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I
3: remember just waiting for you to be done so I could play it. That was probably your fucking plan. Was to piss me off so I got quit playing. You hop on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, you enjoying your game,
3: Will? <laughs> God, you're an awful human. <laughs> Is that a Dark Brotherhood? Yeah. I'm really excited to see, because, like, each game had their own little, like, hook. Like, you know, Moran had the exploration. It's not a hook. That's, like, the way a game should be. Well, but, uh, like, I don't know, because, like,
1: I really like the dialogue and the voice acting in Oblivion.
0: As <coughs> hilarious as it can be. Radiant AI. Oh, God, I love it. What's new today?
1: I don't like you.
0: Hi. Hello uh, there. Sorry. Yeah. You, each game had the hook. Like that, 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 the hook of Morrowind
3: was like the exploration in the world. The it had like great writing. Like, dark, dark Brotherhood in the believing is probably the best side quest thing I've done in any game. It was so good, and dude. It's sad too, really, when yeah. you like get towards the end of it. Yeah. And then you go into Skyrim, which had great gameplay gameplay. And quests were not bad, the overall writing was not that great.
0: Skyrim was more about, oh watch this cool cutscene when you gotta do
3: head off. It lost all the rest of the little things that made those games fucking great. And so what I'm thinking worried about is what's gonna be like what makes Elder Scroll six like stand out. The VAT system. Sorry, fall out. <laughs> 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 Time
1: traveling robots, <laughs> like they have <laughs>
0: fallout for you.
1: No, no, no. Like in like Elder Scrolls Six, like they they find like like an old Dwemer ruin. They dug too deep. They found something <laughs> <laughs> there. It's like cats from space or something. So I like, like, like how Everest.
3: the the, uh, the Dwemer in like Oblivion. I mean, it's the like, Skyrim they're long gone. We know fuck fuck all about what happened to them. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. they never really fleshed out the story. either. they you left sh- the mystery a mystery. Yeah, you fi- like you find like the armor and like the constructs and like Dwemer ruins and stuff. But, like you don't, there's you have no fucking clue. Even the one you find in uh, Morrowind, there's, you can find
0: the last Dwemer guy who's still alive because he was, I guess, in a plane of oblivion when all the rest of them like whoosh, dipped out to wherever they went. And even he, he's like. I came back. I don't, know where, I don't know where the fuck they are. I look for them. You know where they're at? No, me neither. Probably, right, that's it. They he he probably it
1: did some shit. Like, no, Chuck, don't touch that artifact. <laughs> 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 I can see that happening.
2: <clears throat>
1: no, wasn't there the one? It was like um, it was a a, a dwarf. It wasn't one of the Dwemer or whatnot? But it was a in Skyrim. Uh, one of the Snow Elves. Like that became you know, they became yeah. Falmer. Yeah. Like you find one of them and I forgot what quest it is. It's the one where you have a jug and you have to go through these portals.
0: Not familiar. All I remember is the cool cutscene. I think it may be maybe it's
3: a part of the um the vampire quest? Maybe not. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know the, the I know what you're talking. It's been so long as I've played the game's almost played. the game's ten years old. Yeah. I can't... I know what you're talking about, but I can't reference it in my, in my brain. <laughs> like, I don't remember the context. Because you find... You, you you find out, like, what caused the, the snow hills to turn into the, the, the Falmer and vice versa. But yeah. I don't remember, like, what actually... the, the What transpired that to happen. At, yeah. It, after, it, it, after that... They
0: were basically kept as fucking slaves. Yeah. Underground or whatever. And they went blind from being underground for so long, blah, blah, blah. Then they, like, had an uprising... Uh, and that's kind of where my knowledge of the Lord... Yeah, and I
1: think that, like, all. all but two of the snow elves were killed, and then one of them helps you. And then the, uh, I remember what that was. I think it is the vampire quest, because you have to get those, uh, those golden arrows, like the light arrows, to yes. kill the vampire. Yes. And in order to forge them, you have to have this dude's help, but you have to, like, some quest where it's, like, in these, like, really snow-capped mountains where you have a pitcher and you have to pour water into like these five different um, basins. Yeah, basins. And then and it'll water open
3: receptacles? up. receptacles? Yeah. <laughs> I <passed> that sink. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, that's, <laughs> that's the only was word. Those
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, it like? You got brass handles that says <laughs> mowing on <there's> it. <laughs> This is the
0: Dwemer commode. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, to raise funds they did that? They had, like, plugs for, like, companies like companies like, and shit. Home Depot <laughs> and, like, mowers of yeah. uh, sinks and faucets <laughs> and shit.
1: You'd see a farmer with a push
0: mower. <laughs> uh,
3: welcome, traveler. Perhaps you could
0: help me with my squeaky barn door. <coughs> Maybe you could fix it with some tools available at the Home Depot. What?! <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is great voice acting
0: <laughs> There is
1: There is one time This, this was a few years ago That uh, uh, Justin and I Were, uh, were staying up uh, Late uh, Drinking and shit and Playing Oblivion And it came on To uh, the Dark Brotherhood Where you meet uh, Lucian Lachance and, you know, you are talking with him after he sneaks into, like, your hotel room or whatnot. <laughs> and uh, you ask him about the, the five tenants of the Dark Brotherhood, right? He's like, the five tenants are you know, crucial to everything with playing to Sithis. We live up and abide by them. And he starts listing off what they are. Right, he's like, he's like, he's like number one, number one. <laughs> so he <laughs>
0: start remixing it
1: as like Casey Kasem, like doing a countdown. But Welcome like, back Sith- to the top five <laughs>
0: reasons to join the Dark Brotherhood. Number five coming in at number three.
2: <laughs> you shall not steal or kill any member of the Dark Brotherhood. Do
1: you know he was shaggy?
0: Yeah,
1: Casey Kasem. You did the voice of Shaggy on uh, Scooby if people Doo. People
0: listening don't pick up one fact; they will now know that.
1: That's well, you know. This show—the reason I started was because I wanted to inform people of the truth.
0: Ruby, Ruby, Ruby.
3: Ah, good talk show. On with your shoe. Yeah, well, that'll happen. That's why I kept getting a whiff of that. <laughs> He's R- just, just checking his shoe on my fucking leg every too. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: have dog shit on your shoe? Hell yeah,
2: And
3: you dude. just <laughs> been <laughs> throwing it <laughs>
1: right <laughs> by with. I, I
2: can't
1: can can get you
3: to run I'm like, I did a.
0: That's a formidable <laughs> amount of dog shit. Also, Those are some Las Vegas fucking loafers, man. Yeah, I'm
3: thinking like the the fucking bear shit and the bear cage is floating this way or some shit. (laughs) I look down like he's stepping in fucking old blood or something.
0: (laughs) Just don't even want to bring it up because it might be your ball smelling or something. (laughs) I better not say anything about that horrible smell. Oh wait,
3: it's me. I wonder what like. I'm glad they waited so long to put out another Elder Scrolls game because like you need, that's a game like you've it's such a ten fucking years. Well, how, how much have y'all played that? Think about how many hours you put into that game, cool I
1: don't want to publicly admit well, that. Well,
0: there's what like
3: four years between Marlin and Oblivion,
0: right? Yeah. Now we're at ten. And it's not gonna come out this year. So yeah, they're they're doing a
1: 11-12 twelve. They're doing a tool.
3: Yeah. It's gonna take a long hiatus. Yeah. Some of the rumor stuff here like that it's gonna, it sounds pretty cool like they're gonna like really go hard on the Radiant AI where like it has its own branching paths and shit. I like, hope they bring that back. It's that not such a cool been... idea just yeah. having like everything just static, you know?
0: Having those variables for all the different NPCs to like interact with each other and stuff. You said, went away you said Skyrim. Skyrim did not use that? No. Skyrim no. was just as static as could be. You know, they went and did what they were supposed to do and it was all just completely
1: scripted so one this npc loads under like this condition right okay and at this location and then it has its dialogue tree and that's it yep like it's dialogue tree will will not change
0: yeah oblivion let's say you put character from this town you were able to manipulate it or whatever right through commands and put in this completely other town It's going to still wander around, look for, you know, if it's hungry, it's going to try to find food, it's going to interact with other NBCs it comes across. I mean, granted, all of that's still scripting, you know, but just to have that interaction between, you know, the different characters. I thought, sure, it was cheesy as fuck half the time. Mm -hmm. You know, the feedback has great food.
1: (laughs) Yep, they've got food there.
0: (laughs) But I just think the idea behind it in general is... For for world building, you mm-hmm. know, I I don't know if you could if you could beat it.
1: That that does make sense. I imagine what they probably did was it was like to save like you know processing power, because that they, they will have scenarios like that that will trigger events, but they are large events like you know, e.g. A, a, a dragon. Or you committing a crime or getting caught, you know, pickpocketing. Things that would already trigger an event that has its own set of, like, conditions and uh, dialogue trees as well. That's interesting, though. I didn't know that. But it does kind of make sense, though. Like, because I haven't noticed that with, like, any of the characters in Skyrim. And maybe just unconsciously, I was just like, oh, they just did it differently. But not knowing, no, like, what it was. They completely
3: took it out, which is a shame. <laughs> the big thing was pushing, like, the uh, combat and the skill trees and stuff, and the shouts. The combat in Skyrim is not much improved from Oblivion, really.
0: It's still pretty fucking bland as far as games go. Yeah. I mean... But that's not what those games are about.
1: Nah, man. Like, first time I played Skyrim, I took a hit of acid. And, like... <laughs> That was uh,
3: that explains a lot why you're probably like uh,
1: so into it. I think I was talking with uh, one. There. I think I was talking with either one of y'all because y'all you know y'all got me the game, and I was like I was like this is the scariest dungeon I've ever like been in. The first one.
0: What do we we got you. You should try it on the PlayStation VR. It is horse.
1: I, I dude, I've only done VR once. No, no, no. Well, I've done it uh, stuff with like, was it the Beat Saber? Which Oh, is sweet. I mean, yeah, a lot of fun. But I've only done something that is
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: is like Blind I guess
0: trigger a mo- heart attack.
1: Yeah, like movie esque. Like, and I think maybe that's like. One thing that intimidates me by is like fuck, man. Like, what if I did have like a fucking heart attack playing yeah. a fucking video game? You I know, I want
0: to go out like that.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: Like I've, you know, I've had moments before on like, like psyched, uh, psychedelia where I took too much and like there was no one around me, so I'm just stuck in my own head, and I thought I was dead. Like I just thought I had died, and I was just like, oh fuck, well this is it. And then I had a roommate. That came, uh, came, like, downstairs. And I was just like, hey, you doing okay? I was like, huh, what? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine.
0: But that's got to be a nice feeling. It'll
1: humble you. Like, it'll, it'll humble you. What do they call it? Uh, ego death? You know? Whenever, like, you, you're revealed mm. so much about your your own inadequacies... And the indifference of this machine that we're all part of life. As far as, like, yo, if you don't take care of it, then sorry, that's that was it. Like, you, you're...
3: Sorry. The siren's going off in like that. What does that mean? Uh, bad weather. Oh. I hope everybody's okay. It's probably it's, the same the stuff mess. that was happening
1: here earlier. Yeah. And just had slowly drifted uh, mm-hmm. northeast. Northeast.
3: So, I think, I think it's just—it's <clears throat> just a storm going through right now. I don't think it's anything bad. I hope it don't fucking hail. That'd be great. If it hails,
1: saw <clears throat> how big those stones were earlier. Well, I don't yeah. do need that
3: shit because uh, it, it'll go to the blackberry bushes and just strip all the green berries off.
1: Why isn't it? Is it not just water? Well, hail? It's Hard it's, and
3: falling fast. Ice.
0: though.
1: Right, but I mean, like, if it if it doesn't damage like once it's on the ground
3: is it the, the process of in falling through it'll the knock all the berries. right out.
1: right yeah yeah, th- yeah that part I get I'm Probably. saying that like my question is like I don't, I don't know shit about fucking agriculture dude so like after like say like everything's fine like afterwards and there's hail that's yes. covered the ground yes is that cool
3: yeah it's already done the damage you okay bring out the ice elves I
0: don't know it just turns to water later and Crops get watered. Well, uh, yeah. So great. that's why I was
1: thinking. Like, I think you were saying that. Like, like. Oh, plus there's like, aside from it falling, there's like even
3: like. No, no, it's a bad thing because you got the process of like the, these rocks falling in the sky hitting green fruit that's developing. Uh, fragile, that man, oh. dude. It was fucking shit up earlier. Yeah, man. He showed me those uh, like those rocks you had. That, yeah, man. It was like half crack you had, <laughs> dude. Yeah, like that was like half the uh, half a golf ball. I didn't even know like,
0: like, a storm here, so you sent me that picture holding this weird crystal thing in your hand and I was like well I guess Cole's getting in some deep shit now no. I'm not aware of no. it. that's why I was like what is that
1: let it be known I am um, nothing against people who are but me personally I am not into crystals the kind you smoke or the kind you, you, how, you like, how do kind of you feel how
3: do you feel like good energy
1: like, I I don't know anything about that now as far as like good energy and some of the more I guess you would say like uh, holistic or uh, mystical uh, side of uh, the human body, like I'm like I, I'm, I'm all about it. You know, I like shit like that. I think it's fascinating, and like the old archaic cultures and religions that all sort of tie together in some way. I think shit like that's cool. But as far as like actual like, cr- like crystals or or whatnot, n- nah, man.
0: What about uh, crystals to align your chakras? I
1: I. I think that you should just meditate if your chakras are out of alignment. I don't know shit about my chakras.
0: <laughs> I ain't allowed to
1: jack! <clears throat> well, yeah, if you, if you sit in that meditative pose, right? Where you you got to start right from your perineum, right? So you got you to make sure your, your booty hole is, like, just perfect on the ground, right? And then sort of, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dude, so you'll allow your, your nuts to sort of fall, like, comfortably, right? And like, get your get your legs out, and then just make sure you can just sit straight up and like arch your back and sort of spread your shoulders out, and then just relax them. Back, I got pee. Good luck. Oh. If you're not back in 20, we'll we'll send a man after we'll you. We'll
0: wait longer. Who is that guy? I don't know. I thought he was with you. No. You brought him in. He's handsome. <laughs> Five bucks is I can fucking. I bet you could. I bet you
1: could. We'll we'll see if that uh we'll see if that transpires later, on the show.
0: Oh. So for everybody that's still listening, when he returns, I'm going to play footsie with him under the table the entire rest of the podcast. So if he doesn't complain about it. Then you know he wants it.
1: We've been doing it so far, and... I'm not gonna do it, so he's not gonna complain, but everybody will think he's gay anyway. Oh. I don't use the word hero often. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a good pee.
0: No professionalism with this guy.
1: I, I think he's the most professional guest that has been on this show. Let's
0: Yeah, hold on, I'll be back taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, large pepperoni <laughs> Just give him his diarrhea medicine, I'll be there in an hour. <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. That was. Stay tuned with John Ritter. <laughs> Him and Pam Dawson? I think that was her name. Wouldn't it be
0: funny if we just walk out right now? <laughs> I didn't even say a word, just got in the car and left. We'll be right back, Oh. Um... <laughs> Aww. It's, it's still it's silent
1: for like, you know, four minutes. Any minute,
3: they'll come back.
1: <laughs> Any second now. <laughs> Thanks Any for second. sticking around, guys.
3: <laughs> they would never leave me like this.
1: This is entertainment.
3: I had to uh, call my wife because the weather's bad in Lakeland.
1: I hope everything's uh, a-okay.
3: Well, the sirens are going off, but at the same time, my wife's also in Lakeland. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and kids are. <laughs> this
1: is like a Jimmy Stewart.
3: <laughs> my wife, my kids. She's i has got to get back to Lakeland for my children. Uh, Zuzu's well, petals They're Lonnie's house. <laughs> I don't have all your uh, kids. They're, they're Lonnie's house. And
0: Ted's house. Uh, you know, Mr. Potter.
3: Uh, That's a good movie.
0: The best Christmas movie of all time. I Fuck! I could just talk like Jimmy
1: Stewart for an hour. The so. Christmas
0: slash suicide prevention movie ever. I've
3: heard people argue that it's not a Christmas movie. It's all themed around Christmas.
0: They cry while they're playing, like the Christmas songs Christmas, at the end.
3: Yeah, it's only at the end. The rest of the movie, there's no attachment to Christmas. A, yeah, it's, at it's the a climax. A it's a Christmas, movie. but oh, I, I Chris,
1: Chris, it's a Christmas miracle. The Christmas miracle of George Bailey's life, and without it flashing before his eyes, stopping his suicide, is the main antagonist in the movie.
2: It's 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 like, like, and
1: uh, as Clarence acting as a Mercury, right, a messenger of the gods, right? That's that's who Clarence is. So, uh, uh, Moses as well, I think it ties in with... uh, uh, the Judaic I think that's the adjective the, the, uh, with that mythology but he is a messenger of the gods Hermes, you know what I mean? With Hermeticism Clarence is the messenger of the gods he, he and the message that he brings are the main antagonists and, that's, and it's a wonderful life which is the Christmas miracle and George Bailey gets to go home and like everybody that like he ever like helped out and like that, he didn't necessarily profit from, but he did what was needed to do in order to.
0: Did they say how much know. money they raised at the end? I don't think they did. Oh, wow. it had to
1: be thirty-three dollars. I tell ya. I wish I knew the character's name, the one that moved away. That was my mind saying Billy Babbitt, but like I think that's like from like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or something. <laughs> But the guy's like, "Hey, George, he on?" <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: what he did. <laughs> hey, George, yes. yeah, 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 George, George. Imagine like being like, <laughs> hee get my dad like, is George. He was like the fucking successful like business multi oh, yeah, like, like, like ladies man, and he sounds like a fucking retard with a tick. <laughs> Hey, George! <laughs> oh,
1: God damn it. <laughs>
3: hey, I, I, how you doing? I
0: hate my children.
1: <laughs> uh, Carrying around with fucking flower petals all goddamn day! <laughs> but keeps Zuzu happy! Anywho, oh, sorry. Yeah, things are going great. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and yours.
3: Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Both.
1: Both. It's suitable for both of those holidays. Take your pick. I hope... Genius is not limited.
3: To fucking God, Disney does not try to re- redo that movie. go just leaves it like it is. Don't try to try back out. Rob Schneider. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Speaking of, to tie all that together with It's a Wonderful Life... The characters Bert and Ernie come from "It's a Wonderful Life." Like
0: oh shit, oh, yeah, they the do. the I taxi
1: remember. driver and the cop, I think. Bert and Ernie. Bert yeah. and Ernie. I was uh, I've been watching. I think it's called Defunct Land or Defunct TV. It's a YouTube thing, but they have a uh, a little uh, uh series on a uh, Jim Henson and the the Muppets and watched it uh i don't i don't know if disney owned sesame street now but the deal whenever it was struck was that whenever jim henson sold the muppets i think it was like the early 90s that he would not give over the rights to sesame street like sesame the sesame street muppets were still sesame streets
2: yeah
3: yeah thank i think, I think sesame Street is like its own thing
1: I think the reason he did that was to keep it in contract with public access. And, yeah,
0: to keep it non monetized, where it's for kids' development, you know? Yeah. Instead of turning into, you know, Big Bird selling car insurance or whatever it would be now. Yeah. Hey, Kermit. <laughs> Do you ever worry about your car's deductible? Not me. I've got Geico. Waka, waka, waka. Mm,
1: sheesh. Your nose out. Kermit the Frog and Jordan Peterson kind of sound the same. They symbol.
0: do, <laughs> yeah. Actually, hmm. no, i never really noticed it, but you're right. Hmm.
3: Muffet movie is a good movie.
0: Clean your room.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Sheesh>. <laughs> no, it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I haven't seen the first Muppet movie in a while, but like, it kind of showed like how, like, Jim Hansen's whole thing was, like, to keep it, like, for, like, anybody. Like, any, anybody in the world. And, like, using... They learned a lot from Sesame Street uh, doing Target studies at first. They learned that, that whenever it was just the live segments of people acting, the kids started losing interest. They didn't really like the show anymore. But whenever the bright and colorful <clears throat> Muppets were on the screen... They were just like, like enamored with whatever they were talking about. So they realized that, okay, in order to work in what they wanted to keep in the live segments, they just had to bring the Muppets in as well. So then they started introducing like Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch and uh, Elmo and some of these uh, uh, these, uh, other characters to be, in the live segments and could also still incorporate them in the skits and sketches as well. Like Sesame Street's like fucking beautiful man because like it it takes everything, it addresses issues that you know should should be addressed to kids. Like things like, you know, well why do people look differently? Why do people pray differently? Why do, you know, why can't we like why is this culture different than this culture? You know, all these things. And it doesn't stress that that's the most important thing. The most important thing is making life awesome and learning as much as you can, and like to be able to help like other people will like make your life better as well.
3: And eat all the cookies.
1: All motherfucking one of them.
3: We'll see now. Cookie Monster doesn't eat cookies. Eats veg. He eats his fruits and vegetables.
2: Yes. Oh.
1: That one. That one doesn't. I don't find it as irksome because really? like
3: I.
0: I don't, because like It's his fucking name. Cookie Monster? Cookie Monster. It's not Granola Monster. It's, yeah. It's fucking Cookie Monster. Celery Monster. Why
1: why wouldn't they just introduce a new Muppet? Yeah. The Veggie the veg- Monster.
0: Veggie Monster that's like a girl. They have some weird little dynamic where they love, hate each other.
1: Yeah. They love
3: each other, but they hate each other's food. And
1: she'll eat one of his cookies if he'll eat one of her veggies. Yeah.
3: No, no, we're not going to do that. No, we have to do, it. correct the, the issues and pass mistakes, okay?
0: Did they address it like on an episode, or do you think they just swapped it? Or was it like, me tired of high cholesterol? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Cookie Monster's toes are starting to fall off. Yeah.
0: Cookie Monster can't feel extremities. What's, Have you tried a radish? What's a normal
1: like? Give me a number of like what a cholesterol level would be.
3: You're asking the wrong person. Do, do, I mean, you know, like I went to when I went to farmer school, I slept through all the doctor classes. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't
1: know what they counted in. Because, like, you can work the count into that gag as well. It's oh, like, yeah. like,
0: six, six hundred weights. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 This is a serious issue count. He is done.
3: <laughs> one, one life remaining. Ah, ah, ah. Do you think it was fucked up that like, they had a guy that lived on the street in a garbage can he was a fucking dick and everybody like just kind of ignored him?
1: No, because he chose to be there
0: from what I understand. That's how he wanted to live. He That's... had an entire portal to a different world inside of his trash can. <laughs> he I don't had... know if y'all know that. If you watch Elmo's Adventures in Grouchland, you'll find that out. Huh. Tell me more. That's as much as I remember. God, you but son Grouchland of a bitch. Land is this whole... yeah, Grouchland is this whole
3: other place. I don't remember if there's a lot of trash everywhere. <laughs> I imagine probably it probably was. He goes down the fucking thing. It's like a golden paved roads, and high rises built of marble.
1: It's all decoy. Like, Oscar's just like,
0: man, I've got to find something out here. There's, a Trump t- there's like a Trump Tower down there or some shit.
2: <laughs> Oscar, you got a wonderful, wonderful place down here. Grouch that. It's
0: fantastic. Fantastic. Vanessa Williams played the queen of trash. <laughs>
3: Man, to go back and be able just to like only worry about like watching fucking Sesame Street and Power Rangers, oh, dude. They uh, <clears throat> Power Rangers never did it for me, man. I I I,
1: I tried, I tried, but I I really liked the, the Jim Henson stuff, man. Um, and like even uh the the Muppet Babies where they uh, uh Muppet Babies teamed up with uh. Or Muppet Babies. Uh, Jim Henson Studios teamed <laughs> up with uh, Marvel to uh, uh, produce it, because Marvel uh, was in the um, uh, Saturday morning cartoon game already and had done some shows, so, like, they had worked with them. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm mistaken that with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm pretty sure it was Muppet Babies, though. I like the Ninja Turtles as well. But, um,
0: that was my shit. Ninja I Turtles? All of them.
1: <laughs> Somewhere in, I think it's in the attic at my parents' house, I s- still have a box of all of my uh, old figurines.
0: they are been worth a lot of money right now. I still revisit them over the years. Slowly developing layers and layers of dried cum all over them. <laughs> <laughs> Until next year, rock steady. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't remember what he sounded like. Or bebop. I don't oh, those it. are uh, now racist stereotypes. They have to be. That's so That was the thing. That, that racist me. against rhinoceroses <clears throat> it's, uh, and warthogs. It's something with the bebop and rock steady. It being a... Were it, they supposed to be like black people at the time? No, or bebop or and rock steady are uh, a type of uh, uh, from what I remember. Pull this musical one, genres. Musical genres, and they they kind of both are of a urban aesthetic. Both of them. Well, that's
1: fucking stupid. <clears throat> yeah. Fucking cancel culture shit's fucking stupid, man. I saw, I saw a good one that uh, it was. Uh, I think for twenty nineteen, it was a little Nas X, declaring on a tweet that he just found out that he was gay and he wasn't going to support that kind of music anymore. Like as a like a parody yeah. of like the cancel culture. So I, I I think there I think there's still there's still hope, but some of that shit's just fucking so stupid, man. And like like we had talked before, like like the <clears throat> the Dr. Seuss one. Like I get that was his estate. They said they didn't want to.
0: Keep yeah, it's their stuff, and they don't want to do it. They don't have to print another fucking book. You yeah,
1: for any reason. Yeah, yeah. I told like I am totally all about that.
0: Well, you had like
1: me. other. Uh, there's like some other businesses that they didn't want to associate or or have ads on certain uh, podcasts or something because they found out that like they had like certain guests on or that they were conservative or something. They're just like, no, we don't want to be associated with that. That's also like
0: yeah, totally fine.
1: their fucking right to do so, man. Like it's their money to spend, you know. You
0: remember when Chick Fil A was the hot topic and
3: people were like, I'm oh, not eating Chick Fil A because they have they donate to anti-homosexual well, if I remember it what wasn't one of the actual organization did. themselves did not donate the owner donated
0: the the his owner own did. personal money yeah. to them to me they make chicken sandwiches that's all I care about okay, that's what. how many years ago was that a
3: thing 14 13, 14 yeah
1: and then, well then it came back up whenever you know whenever, uh, uh, Trump came in and then everything is back to like like, I hate you, and this is what's wrong with the world. I hate you. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, I was just not a fan of that. that nothing to do with his presidency. <clears throat> just the culture of, like, our country just changed. It just, like, like, it's cool to be nasty to people. It's cool to be vile to people and to be hateful to people because those people are hateful and vile people. It's like...
3: Th- yeah, it's, if you're being hateful and vile to evil people, it's acceptable. Yeah, but then... And then they've changed the definition of what makes somebody evil, though. Like somebody that's e- evil could be somebody that thinks that, you know, there shouldn't be abortion. That's an evil person. That's because they've changed the definition of what's evil so much, and then they play with word- words so much. You hate like, women. Yeah, <laughs> see, like, stuff like that. Like He's an evil person, you, like, look up, well, he just, he's just a conservative person. He's evil. He doesn't mean he's evil, he just has different viewpoints.
1: Yeah they're not in charge they're not in charge if it concerns you that much be politically active in your own community you know like that's where it begins
0: but it's like all this almost doesn't even exist anymore though now I feel like social media is a part of that too like everybody feels like they have to engage in this worldly level when you have a fucking community right around
3: you to get out and be involved in yeah. you know what I mean and no one does anymore No, well, especially, especially with COVID now you know well, activism is showing up at like a court hearing and like chanting with a sign, and then like going home. There's no like going into the community and trying to better it or, or posting a picture <clears throat> of you holding up a Black Lives Matter sign. That's not
0: activism. That's exploitation. I I've, I
1: I've, I think that's a valid.
0: Oh point. shit! My Careful.
1: God. I think that's a valid point of view. Um. <sighs> I've 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 found I was talking about this with you know my friend my friend Duke my friend Derek on um on a, a previous episode that I find a lot of people that are exploitative in that manner that they they really they really don't do a lot within their community to sort of challenge their community or bring awareness to their community most of them are what I would call racist white people um, that. Believe in white supremacy, but not in the quote unquote old fashioned sense of white supremacy. They believe that
0: they had to help, yeah, yeah, this white w- savior complex, yeah, the white yeah. savior
1: complex in their mind. And it starts with virtue signaling in some sort of manner. Now, some people are passionate about it. Uh, like I've I had a, a friend of mine that, uh, uh, the that, that poor kid uh, KJ that was killed uh, at yeah. lounge that they said was um, he died of natural causes. Fell into that gym mat. Yeah, shooting. yeah. Rolled himself up in a in a gym Apparently, mat. Apparently they have
3: a confession on tape now.
1: I've heard the rumor about that. Uh, I'll man, like that. That's really the only huge scandal I can think of. Like. Like, in this community, at least. But, uh, anyway, a, a friend of mine, she had uh, gone out to, like, that first, like, uh, protest, I think, whenever, like, they, instead of changing the charges, they arrested, like, his dad instead for, like, showing up to the courthouse and be like, no, I'm not leaving here until you guys, like, do something. So they arrested the dad, and then, I think this was even after they had done... An independent autopsy, and they found the body, the uh, internal organs had all been replaced with like newspaper mm-hmm. and shit. Well,
3: here's the that's thing about that. That. pretty common. That's that's a, a common like whenever you die and they embalm you, most of your shit gets thrown in a trash bag. Um, that's why you walk up and touch a dead person on the chest, it's like it touch the table. There's nothing in there. Right, right. And apparently, in like like a weird paper mache kind of feel to right. it. Right. And
1: well, well, even okay, even a even lot like of body, even sure. like that aside, other. Things that were weird about it were that initially th- there God, were- Dude, please be careful.
0: Didn't the footage and stuff go missing?
1: Yeah, and the the coroner uh, initially uh, uh, stated that he was not made aware of it. Because anytime there is a death that happens that is either an accidental death or uh, could be a homicide or, you know, like, a, you know, from violence, the coroner has to be alerted of it. And there was a statement that was given, that was put out on the Daily Times newspaper that they later took down, where the coroner said that that he was not notified and that, like like, that immediately, like, concerned him, that they had ruled this without him even being present on the crime scene. Then later a story came out where he had changed what he said it was that. Oh no! Actually, everything was by the books, and they alerted him on time, and yeah, you know, every every everything was a uh, was fine. There was nothing uh, suspicious about it at all. Like like very very weird. Initially, the story was that uh, a kid had been uh, 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 killed, a student had been killed at Lounge and then they retracted it because they didn't know the identity of the kid. They said so. Then they changed it, said that it was just a uh, they were wrong. They were misled. That it wasn't a... a I put myself kill in that
0: situation, though. Like, I think big gym mat rolled up, stacked up. That's heavy as fuck, right? I could see my dumb ass if I had to lock something there and I went in head first, my fat, unflexible ass would probably be stuck in there and fucking die.
1: Well, they found it... Not they assume. found it, if I'm not mistaken, horizontal. Did they? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't... It wasn't down, so like I think if the people what a that, horrible
0: job of hiding a body. First off, well, and the fact that
1: there's like there's missing footage. Like they have security footage up until like X point, and then it's gone. Yeah, and then they have footage afterwards.
3: I think some of the most gross thing about this is like the rhetoric uh, the rhetoric, rhetoric rhetoric on the other side. of Like you know, oh, well, they didn't find anything. Why are you trying to ruin these boys' lives now? Well, if they fucking killed somebody, mm. that's the, that's the, you see that on one side, on the other side, uh, they, is, it's kind yeah. of gross because you think like, what if that was your kid? Would you? Uh,
1: I would not want that, but still, they killed somebody. If that's the case, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying like, the 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 whole point I, I brought that up was that because um, we were talking about uh, racist uh, white people, is that my friend was like, uh, she and her friend were the only two white people that were out there. Like, yeah. in, in Valdosta. Like, whenever, this was not whenever it was the fashionable thing to do was to go and get your sign. And, yeah. like, you know...
3: <laughs> Look how go. woke I am. Yeah. I'm helping.
1: Oh, my Ooh. gosh. I love your sign. I love your sign. Posting
3: on Instagram, getting likes and shit. I mean,
1: like, and... I mean, we're all hypocritical to a certain degree. I, don't like, like, I know, like, I am, at least. But... <clears throat> that like that shit just it, it, it fucking it, it, gr- it grosses me out as well like seeing
3: uh, fo- For a lot of people, folks in I'll social just social media it's just performative speech just to get likes to say I'm part of this group to elevate yourself away from a certain lower class of people that you're elevated you're, you're inclusive it's just it's a whole other way dogmatic way of speaking I am a great person. Can you tell by the things that I'm interested in? Yeah. Validate me.
1: Validate me. I what I'll also see a lot from people, and some people I think are genuinely interesting because, you know, like just like I, at least I try with like you know podcasting to be as uh, as honest a representation of myself as I can. Likewise, some people will do with like their Twitter or their Facebook. You know, I don't I don't have a Twitter, but. They'll normally post to just everything. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> yeah, like, normally, like, I'll see, like, some people that are like this, that, uh, what we're talking about, that will also turn into, like, like, oh, I could really just use some motivation today, guys. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm just really having a rough day. Sometimes I just, I just find it to be exhausting or they'll like post like sad boy memes and shit and it's just like god give me attention
2: that's
1: yeah like, like I mean like do something with your time maybe like if you're feeling that way about life then you should do something with your time that isn't fucking Facebook Jesus
3: people just and it's across all spectrums like they live on social media and that's like what they do that's the only thing they do is they're on social media all day long posting things starting arguments fighting with people Well, good. that's what they live to do and that's it's really fucking sad like if you're, if you're replying to people on Twitter 20 times an hour like you have a mental disorder you're <laughs> mentally ill my it's funny but it's not because I mean like you, there's nothing in your life of value that you're doing and like say you're 25 years old you should be out fucking doing something besides arguing with some dipshit in his underwear about like Trump or whatever that's like the bulk of like, at least on Twitter, is what it is. It's people like you say being nasty to each other and arguing for like points and trying to win ar- relevant arguments.
1: It's an RPG. Facebook, social media, they've put.
3: You know, they've gamified it. it. I mean, like that's what the whole likes and. It is a game.
1: Like it's totally a, a video game, and you supply data to it,
0: and you build your avatar, your profile out. It sticks its little roots all into your fucking life so completely.
3: It does now. Yeah. I just remember on Facebook was like literally about like when it first started, like when they let everybody log on to Facebook. It was literally like a great thing. You got like you can connect with people you graduated with ten years ago. And like hey, you'd you know, see what's going on in their life. And now it's literally. I got f- I
1: got laid a few times just through Facebook. Yeah, I mean,
3: it was like the, it was the, very, very. Are you talking
1: faithful? about
0: back in the golden days when you scrolled through Facebook and it was actually people that you knew saying things.
3: Yeah, and it's, now it's like literally Means. fucking people sharing like. We're in the south, so most of the people who share it's going to be like fucking. It's going to be farming, uh, Bible scripture. I was raised back then, and I, the kids aren't raised like I was, so everything's wrong. Or it's going to be like you know, pro Trump shit, and it's, it's like
0: just memes and memes and, memes and fucking memes. memes. The fact, vein of my existence, fucking fact, memes. Fact checkers, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both both the the AI algorithms and the fucking neck beards. I mean, yeah. of the world, actually. You know, actually, there's some really uh, good ideas with X. Okay, those are the same people that I don't think, there's something divine about being able to communicate with our voices to one another. Like there there is, well, I mean, just even if not face to face, but like the tonality and like, like there's magic in words, like words are.
0: You can put the thoughts in your brain into my brain. mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you don't get it over text. Like, there's been a lot of many arguments started over text because you read a text and you read it, and you might not have been like in your personal space that day in your mind. You might have been anxious or had something going on, and somebody says something. Why'd you put a period at the end of okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, it's weird to see like how social media is like everybody's like racing towards the fucking ends to get further out from like logic
1: well because that's where you get noticed is being wild right yeah so if you're like on the fringe about something then like that's it's where well, the, like the
3: problem with that is is like you have people get like, picked
1: up for like like look
3: at this look how look how out of the
1: ordinary this well, is you
3: have people like that are all like the little the, the center of the right and left or whatever who are in power will see where the fucking fringe is going like to fucking cuckooville, And like they see that as like where culture is. So the people in the fucking that have the power in the really in the center start adopting some of the things they're saying. In making the policy and making them, them be part of culture and shit. And that's when it's a problem because, like, you have, like, Twitter's only like 5% of the American population has Twitter, but, like, it dictates so much of what goes on in culture and, dis- and, and like, discussions and stuff. Yeah, because, like,
1: it, it's all tied into this same sort of giant marketing campaign, right? That, like, all these mega corporations are all a part of, they're all competing in, right? And then where is the largest target audience? What's in social media, right? So if you can somehow become a part of this web, right, at an upper rung or something, you can influence a larger network.
3: But the problem is the data is like skewed. And this is like uh, politicians do this, corporations do this. They, like Twitter is like the social media platform. Is predominantly in America. That's who's on there, and like they, they, it's both sides, fucking right and left, whatever. It's skewed because, like, like I said, like five percent of the American population is Twitter. Like, it's not the real fucking world, but like, that's where decisions are made. That's where data is driven from. It's from that space. There's not a lot of old time farmers sitting around tweeting twats. Yeah. <laughs> Like, people who have, like, fucking work jobs are on Twitter all day, like, trying to dictate culture. And it, it skews, because then, like, it's like, uh, uh was it Bick went through and did, like, this toxic, toxic masculinity campaign? Oh, it was Gillette. Gillette. Yeah. And there they're slandering Bick, And those fucking, and they, like, they lost, like, 20% on their stock. And it's just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, you, people, the real world doesn't function like this, does not think about, like, this type of shit. Most
1: people, most people don't want to be told how to live, what to do, how to think, and what they do at home at, uh, with their family. Most people agree on those tenets. And whenever you start seeing like something like, a fucking razor company get
3: political or moral about something. <laughs> to a razor company being moral about selling razors built in fucking slave labor in China. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... What the fuck do
0: razors have to do with life lessons anyway? Make a fucking razor. That's shut your mouth. Show it cutting some shit. Call it a day. Yeah. If you
1: really want to have a breakthrough marketing campaign with what a razor can do... Show one of these disgruntled workers in your factory cutting open their fucking wrists with your brand spanking new four blade quattro big ass wannabe razor. And show how durable that is. And then at the end be like, don't be a racist.
3: The the factory this razor is made in has fucking suicide nets around it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is that real?
3: No, for real life. Oh yeah, for real life. A lot of these big factories in China have like suicide nets around the fact. World. Number two for the podcast. They're it's- not even allowed
1: to touch the razors. You know, like in, in drug uh, dens and uh, they uh, gotta, factories we gotta they'll do be it all naked. Yeah, they'll be naked so you don't you don't
0: feel when you're naked.
3: I mean you can, but shit. <laughs> it's dangerous business. Thank shit. Why are you bleeding, man? Don't worry about it. I love I'm, my I'm family. I'm good. <laughs> I love my family. <laughs>
1: Paco, have you have you been sneaking
0: razors out? Why are you so pale, Paco? <laughs> I've been following a trail of blood leading to you for the last hundred yards. It goes to your locker,
1: <laughs> back to the floor, and right in here to my office.
3: I don't, I, 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 I don't like it it kind of wraps around to being like corporate activism. Like they don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think so they're just doing that because now they think you're a large enough market to market something to. Which they are. Like that's
1: that's what elections are. You know what I mean? It's like you 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 find sort of like an ideological marketing campaign, right? And then you just sort of target people and then the way most people work is whenever you null it down to be like, and we've got two finalists, you know. Which are you gonna choose? I mean They've essentially already chosen like everything that that person's going to do. You yep. know what I mean? Even with all the stuff that, uh, you know, that Trump did, that was like, oh, that was cool. A lot of Biden's already gotten rid of, to my knowledge. Like uh, the do you see funding right for historic his view, like, uh, black like... uh, uh, colleges and universities. I think that was already. Would well, you see taken right back. Like,
3: part of his climate change bill is to reduce the consumption rate of meat down to four pounds a year? And I, I think. He, I'm
1: not a. F- it won't make
3: it past the floor of the house. But the fact that that something's floating is incredibly dangerous.
1: Is I, right the here? rations up five percent. I I think a lot of the stuff with climate change is dogmatic. I I, I think that a lot of it, whether where people say they like, uh, you know, do you even science? Do you not know like anything about science? Like I mean, you guys know me. I'm a, I'm a pretty like far out there thinker with this. As our you know, cultural demographic around these no, the nah, I never noticed, man. Yeah, right. Uh, but like, even like, like I uh, shown stuff to Justin uh, about like uh, some old documentaries about like like whenever climate change first started, like like becoming like a, a a big thing. As far as like when they were saying that like anybody that disagrees is disagreeing with science, so it was these heretics sort of that were talking about. Like how it had become politicized because of all this money that was being put into it. That Margaret Thatcher had back in the day put all of this money. The into The lady it. from Murder, she wrote. <laughs> yeah. Angela, Angela Margaret Thatcher Lansbury. Um, but uh, that the reason why she did it was she uh, the miners had gone on strike. And she didn't trust nuclear energy, and she didn't want to work with the Saudis. So she put a lot of money into alternate forms of uh, energy instead. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that's that's it's an awesome thing. Um, I I think that uh, you know alternate energy is definitely something we should seek. However, some of this stuff that's in this these climate change politics have nothing to do with environmentalism. Like, it has nothing to do well, with, with environmentalism. Why aren't we good. cleaning up the water? Like, that's the big thing. Like, like we do more water pollution than air pollution, I'd say.
3: It's a very cute horse, Justin. I'm proud of you.
1: That is a nice horse. Thank
2: you.
3: <laughs> all the arguments are, like, going on. Like, it's always just opposed to like a new economy focused around wind and Solar. It's... Well, if, if,
1: like, it's an area it's that, gonna, like, has access to those sort of things and can harness it, yeah, totally. Personally, I think that, um...
3: Solar's not going to work well in Seattle, Washington.
1: You guys ever, ju- Justin May, you, you think that, um, I think, anyways, that, that like, the ancients like, that had these pyramids and whatnot... I think they had tapped into infinite energy on Earth that exists.
0: Uh, but where would like the evidence of that be? Like, where's there, like, helicopters and laser beams and water I'd, purification plants? And... I don't think
1: necessarily they advanced in the same manner that we did as far as, like, their industrial revolution. So what was their
0: energy for in this?
1: um, I think it would have been primarily for lighting at night. You know what I mean? Um, For keeping warm if it's cold out. Um, You could probably use it to uh, keep things cool as well, like refrigerated if you need to. You know what I mean? Um, (coughs) But, uh, you know, Tesla talked about uh, there being infinite energy, and that we we could tap into our ether, you know, the electromagnetic energy of Earth itself, and it would be like eternal. I think the the roadmap of conspiracies in my mind, as far as like like the the big like, well, what what would be the goal? Because a lot of them are connected in some like way, of, as far as like deception, control, money you know, uh, organized crime networks, all this stuff. I think it's because back before the Renaissance, I think we had free energy already. And I think that Rome conquered the planet again uh, through their banking cartels that they uh, 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 funneled into uh, European imperialism. And then they set up, in the 20th century, you know, they... uh, put all the money into public education as far as, like... Re-education? Yeah, yeah, like what people were learning, and then particularly after World War II, they started doing that again, and then particularly after NASA was formed. We based they, our
3: education system off the... Uh, was it one of the German education system to raise, like, good studious workers? And, was that what that was? That I don't
1: know. Okay. But, um, no, I, th- I think that... Uh, I think that, that we uh, we already had infinite energy. Like, this thing was solved already. And then they... <laughs> you
0: can't make a profit off infinite energy.
1: Yeah. But if you can find a way to do that, if, if you come across, say, like, a, a nation... It's like a... We talk about this. This old forgotten uh, nation of... Uh, tartar, or Tartaria, or Tartary that was pretty much Siberia yeah, and, and, Mon- sauce. and Ma- <laughs> Mongolia. And then and they had... Of
3: their history is a, is a mayonnaise-based sauce.
1: <laughs> well, then they had... This is probably where the mayonnaise-based one... They had western tartary as well, which would have been the Americas. So, the... And that would have been, you know, everything from, like... there There's some sort of CIA document. I forget which one. But it talks about how there's a push during the 20th century when they're reprinting out all these textbooks to remove any existence of this nation of Tartar from all U.S. textbooks that teach history. It's really peculiar. So, like some of the theories that tie into it are the uh, uh, some of it is the uh, the uh, the We Was Kings theory about uh, Africans having already dominated the South and the Caribbean and about the Vikings as well already dominating the Northeast coast and about the indigenous tribes taking control of most of the center of the country and then the Pacific coast was Polynesians Asians and indigenous
2: Hmm.
1: and that whenever this uh, uh, renaissance happened and the new world happened and they started changing the maps completely, like because they had to redraw the maps in the church's like you know approved image. This was uh, uh, during the same time they were doing chronology, the new chronology as well. or the uh, Scaliger was his name, Joseph Scaliger. He uh, he was a chronologist, and he he gave us our official history that we have today, like. From, from the church, and they changed historical events so they would line up with prophecies from Vatican scholars that had already been made.
0: Makes sense. If you're going to rewrite history, might as well make it so that you're correct about stuff, right? <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't until uh, the 20th century, this guy, Anatoly Fomenko, using uh, lunar eclipse data that had been connected by this guy, Marozov. That was a Russian scientist. They had just studied lunar cycles because the Hadron cycle, or the S- a Saro cycle, it's like a, a 18 years at 8 hours and 11 minutes an eclipse happens, okay. like from, from your point of view. Um, but uh, this guy, Anatoly fomenko saw that it didn't match up, the lunar data it didn't match up with Scaliger's chronology. So he spent 40 years Going back, and his conclusion was the reason we have the Dark Ages is because they never happened. That the church inserted them and repeated dynasties with just different names. So it seemed like it was a lineage, but it was really the same dynasty over and over again to fill in the gaps. They had done something previous before, I think with Constantine. So whenever they were remaking the calendar, he didn't want his ruling year to be like twelve ninety eight or whatever it was. So they reworked it into one thousand for his benefit.
0: Mm. Interesting. Like, Interesting. Yeah, I never heard any of
1: that. Yeah. So I I think that I know long tangent, but you know, one like I ain't, I, ain't, I haven't seen you. I haven't gotten the podcast with you for you know a no year either. Yeah. Um, but. I think that the free energy and whatnot, I think, was already here. And I think that America, as, as we know, at least the idyllic version of it, of multi-ethnic cultures all coexisting together, was already here. And that there weren't necessarily borders, but there were borders as far as lands. You know what I mean? But it um, that they had free energy. But because they were so docile compared to... The European uh, conquestors, they just got slaughtered and became dominated, and then they rewrote history later to teach black Americans that all of them were slaves from Africa, which that doesn't make sense. It makes a lot more sense that if the Moors had already gone across the Mediterranean and sort of conquered southern Europe, Mm -hmm. right, they would clearly, like, go west as well, like... Because Northern Africa, like, the Afrikaans, like, it's right there. Brazil's right there. The Caribbean's across the way. Yeah. So, like, it just makes more sense that you would already have civilization in America
0: that predates all that. How many civilizations at that period of time had ocean-faring vessels? You know, I don't know if... The Africans did. Yeah, there's a there's across a, the, the ocean. Yeah, right? they went across the Mediterranean is, Sea. Forget, forget Polynesians because I've watched Moana a million times, so I know how that story goes.
3: There but, was a, an, a I think a there was more land back then. As king well. that uh, was said to go across the ocean into like uh, like what would be modern day South America. Well, I mean, I can definitely yeah, was, see where it would make sense. Like, let's say that the African
0: population was. Uh, aspiring travelers at that point and all that stuff, it would make sense to get rid of that information. I do see where they would That's benefit from yeah, doing like, that. <clears throat> no, you guys, you're just all from Africa. You, you know, kind of edit out the grand part of their lineage. Yeah, know? yeah. There was
1: stuff I saw uh, within like the past year that was. Uh, evidence or data I should say rather data coming out that supports that Beethoven was black that King James was black that in fact that the European uh, ancestry as far as western Europe like where the Moors had conquered up they married into nobility because they brought within the aqueduct and like, like other technologies that Europe didn't have yet right so again, it doesn't make sense to that they would just go there and then stop at like, like that latitude, of like Rome. You know what I mean? And Then just like, all right, well, see ya. What's up there? <laughs> oh, we don't know. Oh, we're just gonna go back this way.
0: It was Germanic no, tribes.
1: Well, I mean, just I mean, like the 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 Vikings and you know the 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 Nords and the the Africans. You know what I mean? Like these, <clears throat> the, these were seafarers. Like they they were travelers. You know, so it. It, it would just make sense, a lot more sense to me, that you would have had them already here in the Americas as well. And it wasn't just, you know, the Columbus, or rather the the Collins family, that, like, came and, like, set up shop in America.
0: We well, you know a lot of South American, uh, I don't know if religion is the right word, but uh, I guess it would. You know, they had figures in there, like, Uh, how do you say it? Quexal, Coatl, Mm -hmm. whatever, was supposed to be, what, a white dude with a big white beard? Like, I try to think, if you had never seen people like that, how could you just make that shit up in your head? Because to me, like, if you're there and you're living in South America, surrounded by South Americans, all look the fucking same, wouldn't you just assume that all people look like that? So where'd they get that weird idea for just a white guy with, like, a white beard? That's some weird shit. yeah. Maybe there was white folks over there. Maybe there was black folks over there. The
1: the rumors are that on some of these old maps, you can see them, uh, just because I, I like cartography and geography. I think that shit's fucking fascinating. Um, but uh, Arcadia, I believe, was like this name of this, like well, we would pretty much call the 13 colonies, right? Yeah, I know and, exactly
0: which you're talking showing up on old maps. Yeah,
1: and the idea is that the Nords had set up shop up north,
0: which they prove that they found yeah. settlements in uh, Newfoundland or, or some New shit churches. up there, yeah. Yeah,
1: and that Africans and Caribbeans, right, had set up shop down south. And like they were like they were slavers, right? Like the like slavery was a worldwide. Everybody
0: thing. did that shit back then.
1: Yeah. Sure. So it makes a lot more sense then, like, for a European conquester or the East Indian Trading Company, as opposed to just bringing all of your inventory across the sea because that's treacherous, you've already got a conquered peoples here. You just enslave them and take over their society. Like, there's, like, buildings here in America that they're like, oh, they uh, built this in the, there was a bit of a a neoclassical phase that went through architecture in the uh, uh, late 19th century, and all the buildings turned up like this. It's like, bro, this shit looks centuries old. Like... Like, you go to, like, some places in, like, Philadelphia, and, like, you see, like, some of the architecture, and it's like, bro, like, this seems a lot older than just 300 years old. Like, it seems really, really old. Um, I don't know. I I think I just ranted for, like, 20 in minutes.
0: In terms of style or weather?
1: Like, like the, the style of, like, architecture, like, just, like, there's been... Other things you'll see, like like examples on the line of like some of these like buildings that were like they have uh, photographs of them, you know, pretty early into the the age of photography, where it's like the most ornate and beautiful buildings, and, like some of them were like made out of crystal, and then they like well they decided to tear it down. The That's after-
3: like one of the big arguments for like, the world's fair, like, they build these gigantic structures like in a couple of years, and they just we don't want more tearing down. Yeah. Like these gigantic ornate architectural works of art were built in a year and a half, two years, and then they're gone. Yeah.
1: That well, that's that's the story, anyways, right? Yeah. But like, there's there's a lot of cataclysms that happen in the 19th century. Um, in particular, there's um, the New Madrid earthquakes. New Madrid's a town on the Mississippi uh, River. It's in the center of the tectonic plate that we're on. Right, it had uh, I think within an eight-week period six earthquakes, all oh, that man. were like five point five or above, and like it, like it, it wrecked like the the town like over and over and over again. Well, while all that's going on, this is December eighteen eleven through February eighteen twelve. You then see in eighteen twelve, Europe decides to come back west force, not just to America for like 1812, the war, but like start going into Argentina and the, the Falklands and Brazil and like like all of Europe is like really pushing heavy for this. The, there are also like some of these photographs you see around these times of big cities, they'll be barren. Like the cities will be like next to like nobody there. And like these are like like really big cities like Baltimore. And it's like, why is there like two people out on the streets on a beautiful day in Baltimore, it, like it's really like
0: odd stuff. Wait, why? Why was that? I, would say- I, I, I don't know. It there's would there's, there's there's
1: no explanation. It's not just like yes. one city. It's like this like time period from like 1812 up to the Civil War. Like there there's there's a lot of odd things that seem to go on. Uh, there was a lot of orphans around that time as well. Like, there's, like, an orphan problem worldwide in, like, the 1840s, I think. Like, doesn't really explain why, but, like, they're, like, having to put orphans on trains and take them into towns to auction off kids because they have so many kids. Like, and they're doing this in the States. They're doing this in Europe. Like, really, really odd stuff. Could have been a pandemic. I think it would be more like a global cataclysm cuz like this this earthquake like in the in the middle of the tectonic plates like like it's really really odd and the, they had six of them in a period just shy of 2 months like really really odd so what what I think is kind of likely is that there is some sort of like global catastrophe that happened that either we don't know what happened or Whatever did happen, they're like, we don't talk about this anymore. And
3: are there stories too that they around to document it?
1: May, well, maybe it had something to do with like this infinite energy that they tapped into, and then these conquesters or whatnot got their hands on it and misused it, and then, boom, massive.
0: I love like watching videos, like you know, diving into that possibility kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I love entertaining the idea, but just the the grounded rational part of me just has to say that I think it is probably just as boring as it is I think history is pretty close to what we've learned that it is I don't think it is man
1: I I, I, I don't I don't think it is it, it just some of the stuff just doesn't make sense to me like what does make sense to me though is that if you wanted to control the world and the, I think and I do <laughs> I think you would agree that like the church has tried to do that since it's, it's
0: been a pretty successful, you know, means of doing it for a long, long time. Yeah,
1: and, well, and the church has many different churches in it. You know what I mean? Like it's not just you know a a, a Christian notion, like, and it's not just even a theistic notion. Like there's like the woke atheistic church. You know that, the cancel culture shit as well. The like it's
3: the woke karate. Well,
1: what what does make sense to me is that if, if you do want to control the world, you would have to be playing chess, which means that you're playing at a corporate level. So you're looking at the game as far as like ages in advance. Like like you're not like longer than one human lifespan, right? The cathedrals that would take three hundred years to like construct, and you're there halfway through it, you know. So if I think if you're playing at that level of a game. And you can look at the 20th century and just sort of see, like, the history of, like, well, they went through and they started changing all the textbooks to be a certain thing to where it was, well, this is the narrative, right? But, like, in, like, our history textbooks post-World War II, it doesn't talk about that, you know, the the Vatican was funneling money to the Nazis. I never read that at all. But it's true, you know, like, it's... It's true. It never talked about that you know, the Bushes were not just the presidency, but goes back to the days of the CIA and the Kennedy assassination and even before that with Grandpa Bush, Prescott Bush did business with the Nazis like as well. It doesn't doesn't talk about like these kind of things. Yeah,
0: well, you know, we're talking about history. Why do we want to focus on the parts that make America look bad? Let's focus on the ones that make us look great
1: which what, what you mean
0: like yeah all the all of that stuff right there if you're going to be the what, negatives like, take it out
1: you know if you to the,
0: the, the
3: world why would you
1: yeah the vatican isn't like american though that's, oh i'm not talking that's about meant just from an
0: american perspective like we re- we rewrite shit all the time oh yeah yeah totally <clears throat> if you have got the power to do it you're probably going to do it that's well i mean yeah that's that's what i'm saying if you want to control
1: people that's a good way to do it is with well, it's not about this generation because they're a part of it. They're 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 privy to the hustle, right? Yeah. Their grandkids aren't going to be. Grandkids aren't going to be privy to shit. So they can target them. Be like, all right, that's fine. Enjoy your life. We're going to look at forty years from now, and now, and that's when like our play is going to work. And we'll wait forty years, and like that. That's how you like. Can control people
0: Who, who besides the church because I think we can all agree that they've spent a long time controlling people mm-hmm. who, who are the players now that are doing this like, who's the, the grand puppeteer at the top of the thing
1: I don't think there's necessarily one puppeteer I think there's a lot of families that are connected I think like the Saudis uh, royal family I think the, the British royal family the Rothschilds, they Rockefellers, Fernseys, the, the Collins—all all of these like these organizations that are essentially banking cartels, right? That they, they run the world. I imagine they all answer to somebody as well—a panel as well. So I don't know who that panel is, but I imagine the world is as they see it.
3: They say that it could be easily the Saudi royal family as a whole has like hundreds of trillions of dollars that we that, that we just don't know about. Yeah. Because basically the, our currency is based on the value of the dollar and the fact that they only trade in the dollar. So there's no telling like that's what we said in the 70s was like you're going to make the, your reserve currency the American dollar. You said this in the 70s? No, that's what they said in the 70s. Yeah, back, back in the 70s. But guys we're going to got that one, yeah. We're going to, uh, we're going to trade the dollar. You're going to keep it as your reserve currency. And we're always going to buy your oil. Using the dollar. Yeah, how's that going? It's not so good. More printing, printing it left and right. But, like, uh, like, all these rich families and these people that are in control, like you really don't know how much money they have. Like, I, yeah, I mean they're was, not submitting a two f- yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you have billions and trillions of dollars, like you can really, yeah, you could, re- <laughs> you could really like really fucking make some shit happen.
1: I think I think they would have quadrillions.
0: Like as as
3: like, ludicrous and as, so what, as funny
1: a
0: word as that is. When these safe moon coins pay off. And I'm a member of that global elite, okay? With trillions of dollars, I will let you know.
1: I haven't, uh, I haven't gotten into the safe moon yet. You'll, uh, you'll have to show me uh, more about this after the episode. Our, 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 our friend, the, uh, the P.I. who would, by the way, he, he wished that he could be here, but he, he has to work a case. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, he was telling me about it. And he was like, he's like, I'll, I'll have to like.
3: Fast track,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think that is the way to go, though, is like all decentralized altern- finance, alternative currencies. Yeah. Like, and I you just ha- you I wonder just- if
0: that is scaring those the people that you're talking about who's uh, you know made these fortunes off of the global banking system to see this new thing unrelated to them really in any way other than it's... Well, they're making money right now too so they have no incentive to shut it down. Yeah, the
1: the Rothschilds, uh, one of their banks just invested, I think something like 14 million US dollars into one of the Ethereum's. Hmm. So, like, I, I I don't think they're worried about as far as a competitor. I think they're just Probably
0: like... look at it as a new way to make money.
1: Yeah. They're just well, like, sh- oh, well, if we put this much in now... Like we can see, like if that's going to be worth it, then they're like oh, well, put a billion mm-hmm. of it in. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Have it's, Margaret write them a check. What? It's going to be interesting to see like what happens because when the water economy collapsed in 08, like there was no, there was nothing new, no new system to go start to restart it on. It was like oh, well, we're back on the dollar again. Well, what, what's going to happen? Because what, then
1: they can just buy everything for pennies on the dollar.
3: But what's going to happen if here in another four or five years when it collapses again, and now we have these new currencies in the waiting,
0: you know. The problem is that we look at the value of every one of these cryptocurrencies in its relation to the dollar. But that's probably not always going to be the case, you know, when they start making ways for you to to use, uh, you know, when it becomes more mainstream where you could go down to McDonald's and swipe your Bitcoin card or whatever, you know, and it's not... Directly tied to the dollar anymore. Maybe then it would have some type of. What
3: does that do? We'll well, like I know Bitcoin has. There's only a, a certain amount of Bitcoins that can ever be mined. There's a cap on them. Yes. Um, like Doge, for instance, has unlimited cap. Like you can mine as many Doge coins as you want. So it's always going to be, ungodly nice to have. It, it's really weird what currency you're, gonna, you're the, going to... The val- I mean, of course, I'm super novice at this, but the value
0: of the Dogecoin thing recently that we saw was fueled just by social media, basically. Memes, pretty much. People, yeah. everybody's trying to grab this stuff up. Okay, But it, with Bitcoin and stuff, like you said, there is a finite supply. There will only ever be X amount of them and you know it has like a having thing that happens every so often where it becomes increasingly difficult to get more of them you know so I can I... see supply and demand having an effect on the value of it the whole thing of the dose thing is it's a
3: fucking uh, well it's like that, the coins you're talking about it's the same thing like it's worth whatever we think it's worth yeah, yeah. I mean <coughs> really yeah
1: and then if it takes off it takes off
0: well, then, well,
1: well, people will say, like, like I can't believe you sold. It's like, well, that's that's like, you know what it reminds me of? It's like the argument of, like, when bands are like, oh, they sold out. It's like.
0: No, f- they cashed in. Yes. Yeah, who
1: the fuck cares, man? Like, like what? You don't want to make money for, like, doing what you love? Like, granted, it can go bad, like, you know, if you don't have, like, uh, creative control over what you're doing. But if you do, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, somebody once said something about, like, a Queens of the Stone Age record. They're like, well, that's because they have money. I'm like, they have money because they're really good. Like, they're really, really good. Their records sound awesome, and they people like the music. Fun,
0: good music.
1: Yeah.
3: They put on a good show live, man. At least they did back in my day when I saw them. I just wish I could go back in, like, 08 when, like, a Bitcoin one was, like, 75 cents. Me and him were talking about that earlier today. Like, if I could have a time machine, I would go
0: back and I would live with mom and dad and just work every minute of every fucking day and put every goddamn cent I made into, into Bitcoin. God, yeah, into Bitcoin. <laughs> and everybody would say, Why are you doing this? Why do you eat one egg a day to live? <laughs>
3: I'm saving that money, man. Watch.
0: Everybody would do because that like, crazy Bitcoin guy.
3: Like, let's say you bought twenty thousand bitcoins in like two thousand nine. Oh my god, dude! Well, be be it, we a did, a did the billion. math now; it'd be one point one billion dollars. Oh my god! You could sell half of that, and you still you have fuck you money on top of fuck you money. I would, what would you even do with a billion dollars? I think about
0: all the fucking time. What if chicken I chicken nuggets every day?
3: Can McDonald's? I would buy a McDonald's and all the I would hire people to work there to just make me chicken nuggets all day. You have five, you wake up tomorrow, and you have 500 million dollars. Like, I've always think those, everybody has those fucking things fantasies about winning the lottery. Like, you wake up, you won the 500 million dollar Powerball. I would probably honestly have a heart attack and die at like, that moment. I don't know, I, I don't even know if I'd get excited. Like, I would just go, go get it. my first, you have to go set up two trusts so they can't find who got the fucking. Yeah, you
1: you uh, you start like an LLC.
3: You, you it's either you start either a trust fund, and then you get a blind trust that manages that trust fund, and then they can't announce your name or some shit or mm-hmm. some crap like that. Oh well, yeah,
1: because it's the you have to publicly declare who won the lottery. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, if instead it's a trust or something, then that trust won the lottery. Yeah. So, I think that's how they got away with Jeff Epstein winning the lottery twice.
0: Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, he didn't you didn't know in that. in jail.
1: <laughs> yeah. Won the lottery twice.
0: That's interesting. Little bit, huh? Little bit. I want to look into that more. That's interesting. That that
1: whole thing's a fucking shit show, man.
3: I think that's one of the things like, we were never supposed to know he existed, but then he finally... Somehow bubbled up, or he got too damn sloppy.
1: Part I think it's because, not to his personal credit, but I think it's because Trump became president. Because with with Epstein, everybody says like, "Oh yeah, they were pals." Yeah, they were pals like thirty years ago. A lot of things happen in thirty years. Like, like I've like I've gone through puberty in the past thirty years. You know, couldn't tell. (laughs) I know. But um, you know, he was still doing business with like the Clintons and Bill Gates and like the Bushes, like like all 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 these people. So I don't. I feel that if she had one, as much as I despise that family, i I don't think uh, I don't think any of us would, uh, at least in the mainstream uh, consciousness, would be aware of who Jeff Epstein is. At all. I think I think he would be back in those esoteric realms where it's like, well, if you ever listen to some of Alex Jones' rants, you'll you'll yeah. probably know like like his name or something like that. But. It's so
3: weird how like who? he is too, Alex? Alex,
0: who? who does not exist anymore. Yeah, he's been depersoned. I used to love listening to that
3: maniac. It seems entertaining, man. Like, yeah. Really is. If you just look at it as a performance with like a little bit of news sprinkled in, like it's really fucking entertaining to listen to. And you know those the people who are just those I, I, you gotta admit, the guys batshit crazy,
0: yeah. right? But he's bound to dredge up something with some substance at some point in all that. He's right about like so much stuff.
1: Like, and whenever he is not correct about something. He does admit whenever he's fucked up and he's wrong.
3: The weird, you know? the weird thing was, is like he was on Rogan, the time before last talking about like human chimeras and hybrids and stuff like that, and then later, like nine months later, we find out that China is like splicing, starting to splice genes with monkeys and stuff. Yeah, I did not know about that. Oh, you know about that? No. Yeah, they were. He was talking about how like the China has been trying to do. It's basically basically farm organs is what they're doing. Oh, that makes sense. And,
0: uh, well, it doesn't make sense,
3: but I get it. I get what you're... Yeah, they're starting to like... Where you going with. Yeah. It's really fucked up. But he was right about that. I want to look more into that, too. Most people
1: only know him from the uh, Sandy Hook scandal. Yeah. Which, I'll be the first to admit, bad optics, Alex. People sh- <laughs> people tend to get uh, insensitive whenever you say no kids died.
3: Of all the uh, mass shootings, actors. Yeah. Of all the mass shootings, to say it was fake, that was not the one to do.
1: Well, the big problem with that is that it discredits some of these things that you look at where it's like these are people acting on the news, like the the crisis actor term. Like there are like like events that happen where. These are staged actors that are reacting. Sometimes the news organizations are either so crooked or so dumb that they'll call themselves out. There was one on CNN after uh, Trump had won that it was this guy that was like a, uh, he's angry, he's a protester, he's a normal American. And the correspondent back in the newsroom was like, guys, I appreciate what you're doing, but we know that's Todd, our cameraman. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.
3: Um wow yeah CNN's real bad about that they're real bad about like uh, there's like a, there's like videos of them like they're supposed to be like one person in one city doing one thing and another person on, on the another thing yeah, they're the in the same my, parking in lot in the same <laughs> parking lot like, like, a van comes in one side and like comes across and then comes out the other camera and shit <laughs> like that they, they do shit, shit all the time yeah they do green screen shit but like I'm on site but they're really like not there at all
1: yeah 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 so like and and they're not the, the, the only ones, but I, I think that they are the most biggest ba-
0: perpetrators? Yeah,
1: they're the most buffoonish about about Very it. Sloppy. <clears throat> I I am I am not a fan. But um the the, the Crisis Actor stuff like like there like there there's a lot of footage from other shootings wherever they have eyewitness testimony and they, I guess, didn't vet some of these people well enough, but you listen to them talk, and it's like, these are not people going through tragedy right now. These are people that are going through lines. Like, like some of them are like, like it was horrible. We started hearing the shots, and then I thought, oh my God, like, we're all going to die. And they're there, like, smiling and laughing, having a good time. It was pretty. Uh, talking to the, it was, that was pretty lightning. Uh, talking to the to the news crew where it's like like i i've never been through a school shooting but i've been through like my own trauma the one thing i'm not during trauma is elated about it you know what i mean and like there there's
0: or I, calm and measured in any way <laughs> yeah
1: like there's one that was like a parent at a school shooting i think it was the parkland shooting and uh, parent i don't think it was a real parent they're talking with their kid on the phone and the phone's like out here right like my arms extended out and they're talking they're like okay honey well i i love you let me let me talk to the news real quick and then i'll come pick you up from the school i thank god you're alive okay love you bye <laughs> like like very like like, like tense, like like acting. You know what I mean? Overwrought. Very overwrought, dude. And whenever you have somebody like Alex Jones that has this bad move, where like he essentially tells his listeners, you know, that this didn't happen, this was a false flag, these parents are all crisis actors, and he's, you know, afterwards said that he was wrong about that, but but still it. It, it delegitimizes that whole argument for a, such a long period of time, right? How long ago was Sandy Hook? That was 2011, I think, 2012?
0: doing that then, in essence, helped out people, if they are pulling those strings and making that shit up then. Yeah. I,
1: I, I think I don't think that all tr- you know, tr- tragedies are staged like that. Like, clearly not. You know what I mean? Like, humans are too fickle and volatile and we tend to have a history of violence and force and malice, you know.
0: We had that shooting at the base. How it was at, that? Really, like, two were, years like, ago, that really fucked
3: me up. Like yeah, after, I I, like I realized, like that that was your base, and like after they all like settled down, I was like, "Holy shit!" Dude, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot about that. I was security
0: at that point in time too. I wasn't there when it happened, you know. But definitely, my life was impacted by it for sure. But yeah, I mean. That shit really does happen, unfortunately. Dudes just you, go get a gun and do whatever they want to do, fucking into a whole bunch of people's lives for no fucking reason. It, it, crimes of
1: passion, I get. You you know what I mean? Like like that, I get.
3: Walk there, in, and see a dude fucking your wife. Like. There's a,
1: there's a darkness in me that would find joy in bringing violence to somebody that. Violates my life, my family, my home in some way, you know, and like, like oh, I, I, I get that that violence and that darkness, that shadow part of me. What I don't understand is taking it out on like these fucking people, like innocent
0: people, totally unrelated. Yeah, they have
1: nothing to do with anything. Like the, I, I, I just, I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it.
3: What's so troublesome about a lot of these mass shootings is like a lot of these people who do it are on the radar with like local authorities and federal authorities and mental health people in the area and sure the school, are. school knows about it and like... They don't do anything. But they that's, don't do shit about it. It's like the,
1: the Parkland shooter that, you know, he was he was alerted like to like, like the FBI was alerted about him. Yeah. You know? And and like they took no action about that at all, none whatsoever. And then after the fact, this whore David Hogg goes out there and starts talking about how it's like like gun control and you know like all this other stuff. It's like this has nothing to do with the gun control at all. Well, yeah, gun control law wouldn't have stopped someone willing to kill people from killing people. It doesn't do anything against those kind of people at all.
3: Well, the whole gun debate argument has left the the, the platform. There's no there's no logical middle ground on either side of the You have one side who thinks that we should just be army teachers and everybody's on a gun and then you have the other oh, side... Oh, the answer to a bad guy with a gun's a good guy. Exactly. Then you yeah, the other people like, well, we'll just do gun-free zones everywhere and that'll stop, that'll stop it. It's like...
1: Yeah, because that so that's fucking worked.
3: Yeah. How's that going for Chicago? Yeah,
0: know? outside of our base, there's a sign that says entry with a weapon prohibited. And he did it anyway. Can you believe the nerve?
1: My God. What will people do if they won't follow the rules? It's 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 funny how like that becomes the more absurdist thing than the murder itself. It's just be like like, well, they can't do that. We have rules
0: against that. What's funny is, if I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that this guy, because he was a Saudi national, and I'm pretty sure that he got his gun in the state of Florida by taking and getting a hunter's license. And there's some weird loophole there where getting that, just having that alone, lets you buy a gun. So there's some problems there. Fact checkers, you can check on that one. I don't. Yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't know if there needs to be laws about guns. Like that's kind of where like my mind is, and I know that's not necessarily a popular opinion. I know folks that are right wingers are like, oh
3: yeah, yeah that's what am talking about?
1: But I mean, you know, there and you know, to, to their credit, there's lots of left wing people that are all about like two A as well. You know, but. I, I don't I don't think that, that there should be any laws about it.
0: I, well, to I, me, it, I mean, not to me. I mean, in general, it is an item that you can have that can end people's lives.
1: It's it's uses for destruction.
0: Yeah,
3: so that, I think there should use. be some discretion as to who has access to that. Well, for the three of us in this room, it's probably fine for us to both all own AR fifteen with a couple of magazines because we're all stable adults. I don't know if I would say stable or. But how do you identify matter. the people that aren't? That's the problem, like. And, and then Th- they- those
1: people that aren't like that's that's my whole point. Like if they're they're going they're going to get it. If people intend to do malice, they're going to do malice. They're they're going to get it, right? And it what it also does it creates people that do get it that can't get it it makes them into quote unquote criminals in the eyes of the law because they've broken the law in order to obtain a firearm right?
0: Well, you know it's had to have happened too where normal balanced guy went and bought a gun and then something in his life just snapped and then he used it. How do you identify people with those? You can't like if guns exist there's going to be gun violence so we either get rid of all the guns which you can't do which is impossible at this point.
1: The the largest standing army in the world is the United States citizenry. Like like think about it. Like it, it truly is. The largest standing army in the world is us. And like if Yeah, but if we allow our community to fall apart We're too busy
0: squabbling on Facebook to to take notice of something like that. Say what? We're too busy squabbling on Facebook to notice things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's what... Keep our attention diverted.
1: Yeah, like it's... There was some meme going around. It was like the... showed the the Occupy movement. shows all the protesters outside, the bankers. And the bankers are inside like, Oh no, what do we do? And then it shows them like at a computer like... Talking about uh, inserting identity politics into the discussion, it's so it's like everything's racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, all this stuff, and then everybody that was organized, scattered. yeah, yeah, they they it's then become fresh. more it's, divisive. It's,
3: it's, not, it's not a meme. They they um there's graph. There's people who have done graphs to show like like words have been reported using news headlines and stuff. You know, and like, you know, from mid-2000s, all the Occupy and the crash, it's all about, like, going after the banking cartels, really, really rich people, and then 9, 10, 11, and starting, like, 11, 12, we start seeing more articles about, like, identity politics, racism, sexism, all the isms, uh, trans issues, and that's where it, it shifted, and all the things about like, you know, Tax the Rich, all the Occupy, like, hitting, like, talking points a oh, fucking Cliff. We're not talking about it, talk about it anymore.
1: Yeah. The, towards the end of that, and I, I thought it was really interesting at first because, you know, I was living in Jersey at the time, and we were yeah, just shy, like, two hours south of the city, of New York, right? And whenever the protests were happening, like, we knew about it, but whenever, it, like, the, that first night, whenever they started, like, they had all the... Protesters lined up and then they just started
3: macing them macing
1: all of them and then like beating all of them as they went in nobody like back down south and like knew what was going on like the news wasn't talking about it but like we could see it on like Facebook and YouTube and all that and that was like the first instance I, I can recall of me being like 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 the, the media as it is like like has is uh, what's the word Culpable,
0: palpable, tainted.
1: Well, I mean, they're 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 negligent. They're being willfully negligent to like report on this like like true police see, brutality, right? You, know, you see
3: that they're there to maintain the narrative and they're not really informed.
1: Yeah, and I, I I thought it was really really odd that towards the end of that whole thing, after like it had got like national attention and whatnot, that these. Protesters that all of a sudden this identitarian sect sort of came in and said we are a leaderless movement and that we we don't have a leader and that the, you know they weren't uh, they weren't allowing applause anymore because that was that was offensive or disrespectful in some way that it's triggering
3: the people who have auto uh, like yeah
1: yes yeah, something I was like what does this have to do with these banking cartels and this police brutality that's going on against people protesting against this. It has nothing to do with it. And then they had a segment on the Daily Show that showed that these quote-unquote leaders of the leaderless (laughs) occupied movement had set up shop in like Chase Manhattan's like a floor, like in their building. It may not have been Chase. My apologies if I'm mudslinging the wrong cartel here, but it was in one of these, like, like stock exchange buildings. that were like, yeah, you guys can come in and use our electricity and we'll give you some laptops and all this.
3: Well, some that that shit's laughable because you have these, these people protesting capitalism and they're using Starbucks fucking internet and buying fucking coffee.
1: I don't think on, they... On, on Apple laptops. I don't think a lot of them know what capitalism is. What they're talking about is the perversion that capitalism allowed, which was corporate fascism, to take place. That's what we live under. Like... In a capitalistic world, when a company goes belly up, you don't get taxpayer bailout money. You get sorry, you should get hire better people next time to manage yeah, your. Give it
0: the times, buddy. That's yeah, it. you had your chance. Darwinism took place, do you sell houses people can't
3: afford them.
1: Yeah, so like that's one thing to their their credit, the Ford Motor Company. Whenever all those auto industries. I got a bailout. I think it was in '09 or 2010. Eight. It was eight. It all happened in eight. eight well, I know that's whenever the the fallout happened, but I don't think the bailouts happened in '08. I think it was because it was Obama was the president then. I do remember that. When? Uh, so it would have been. Well, what year? Later did, in '09. I think it was 2010 or 2011.
3: What year did uh, Obama and John McCain run against each other? '08. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was the first bailout. The first bailout had all the banking and the,
1: the Yeah, but everything. I'm saying it was after Obama was inaugurated. Yeah, it,
3: So it, it would have been oh yeah. nine or yeah, later. It was nine for sure. But
1: Ford Motor Company declined the bailout. And they even asked their CEO, like, would you be willing to work for like a dollar for the year? And he said, no, I like my salary. We're just going to do layoffs. And that's what they did. However, they kept their business afloat and they didn't use the taxpayer money to to do so. That's a capitalistic move. What's not a capitalistic move is saying, yeah, we'll take that bailout money. That's corporate socialism, you know, corporate fascism, whatever you want to call it.
0: First off, our government should not be doing that, period. We should not be giving taxpayer money to businesses.
1: I, I agree, it should be going to individuals. There are certain things, and infrastructure, so there are certain things that I agree, like, we should have a military, even though the military-industrial complex is.
0: Oh, Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> he
1: tried to warn us. <laughs> he he tried to warn us about the toddler that he helped raise, you know. So, uh, I all all power to Dwight. He also uh, put the infrastructure money use. I think with the the interstate system came under his presidency mm-hmm. as well. But I mean, shit, shit like that, like. Of course, you know, education, you know, is not always solved by just throwing money at it. You have to.
0: It's funny, the interstate system, its real backbone purpose is mobility of the military. Us being able to use it as you know a why
3: most, uh, state second-hand effect. Yeah. Why most uh, highways are built up. They're not just flat on the ground. They're usually built up, mounted up with dirt so tanks can drive across them without cracking the concrete. Mm. That's that's like you said, the whole purpose of our interstate and our state a system is for the military to use secondary uses to, for shipping and travel. I'll take it. Yeah. But I mean stuff like that, like
1: like as far as like infrastructure, what I understand, but like some of this other stuff, like you, you look at some of the stuff that our taxpayer money goes to, it goes to like travel and entertainment. Some of it doesn't even go back to America. It goes to, like, other countries. Even stuff in, like, the stimulus bills where they're like, oh, all this money we're giving back to Americans. Well,
0: Not technically
1: that's our money anyway. You know what I mean?
3: In China's. <laughs> if y'all see what? where they're talking about the uh, the cruise industry is... If nothing changes in the next two or three years, it probably won't exist anymore. Because apparently, like, a lot of them don't want to pay some tax that we tax in America for that type of thing so all their businesses are based in like or yeah, shit. Jamaica and shit and, yeah. and so they didn't get any bailout money
0: <laughs> so, so fuck them
3: yeah so I'm saying calculus, if it, true capitalists fuck them you didn't, like, they didn't want to participate in the American economy or tax yeah. system
0: so yeah, they just go got under.
3: fucked by your own little loophole buddy I don't give a shit go die somewhere it's alright there's one cruise line. This right. was recently. They have to like like hawk their ships to scrappers for the metal to be able to. Ah, that's, they're, they're that's justice. Well,
1: that's justice. Definitely didn't do it with the uh, airline company.
0: They, no. Nah.
1: they they, they, they yeah. were right there ready to go. But that's a fucking huge fucking industry
0: though. But that's pretty vital too, like to commerce. You know, you oh, need yeah. to have a functioning airline system. You don't need to have a functioning cruise system. America controls the skies anyway. Like, and the seas. <laughs> I'm in the Navy, I? <laughs> Well, there
1: there are certain seas that we control more than others.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But like the like the skies, even aside from the military, like independent commerce, like America controls the skies. Like even even to the point to where I know, like, English isn't our official language, but it's what all of us are raised to speak for the most part. That's the official language of travel. Like, you have, like, for your, to have a functional airport, you have to have everything in English. Air
0: traffic control is in English. Besides, you know, of course, local pilots and and controllers are going to talk to each other, you know, in their language, of course, for normal things, but all clearance and control instruction is all in English.
3: I don't know if we'll have control over the sea much longer. If what? I don't think we'll have controls over the sea much longer. Poseidon. I think China's really going to start flexing nuts <laughs> too.
1: There was some, uh, oh, I was going to say earlier, there was some news uh, story that broke like in the last like two weeks. or some cruise line, like some calamity happened, and they would only rescue people that could prove that they had been vaccinated. If you couldn't prove you have been vaccinated, You're just sorry, kidding. they didn't Who's help him out. Who's going on
3: a cruise right now? That's ballsy. Who wants to go on a cruise at all? <laughs> Let's be honest here. Do you want to go ride on a fucking boat in the middle of the ocean and eat shitty food, watch entertainment with other shitty people like yourself? Well, for if how- so
0: go to your local navy recruiting
3: station.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't think they'll take a 37-year-old fat dude who looks like a homeless no, seen Jesus. Seen I don't worse.
3: know. They, uh, they're they hard up right now. <laughs> it's closing time at the bar from then. They're just going to take off the, <laughs> <and> the <laughs> <laughs> That fat chick in the corner you just ignored all night. And she's the only one there. And she can barely stand up.
1: Oh, man, I'm glad that's not me anymore. Like the, the, the fat la- chick in the bar? kid <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> Picked up by dudes at closing time?
1: Being the dude at closing time, just being like, oh, girl, somebody. Oh, somebody. you'll do. That was <laughs> The This was the second to last time I had performed, and after I got done, it had been, like, winded down. I had already, already been paid, and I was just enjoying my bottle of water, and... It's like one o'clock, and I I see like there's one girl in a corner, and she's got she's she got eight dudes. It starts off as three, then two more come and circle around her, then three more come and circle around her, and anything she says just <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. And you 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 can you can see like uh, you know that South Park episode where they all turn ape like. And it's like woo, woo, yeah, like starting like, exactly. Yeah, because Bebe gets boobs, and all the all the boys are yeah. they they're mystified by it. Like I see that and I'm just like, Ugh, that's that's kind of sad. I don't want to be a part of that. I go inside, and then I I see I see like just like other microcosms of the same aspects of humanity, drunken humanity. I'm like, I mean, trying to get laid. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm going to go home. This is fucking boring,
0: I'm
3: dude. i to just rub one out. I mean, yeah, I
1: mean, it was a good show.
0: Thank God for hands.
1: Thank God for hands. And opposable thumbs.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, just slapping it doesn't work. It really doesn't.
1: No matter, you know, how soft your sink is. You know? <laughs>
3: something else here. Something I'm missing. I'm glad I never had to participate in that that, uh, lifestyle. Of like going to the bar hoping some girl will come home and bang me.
2: I don't
1: know. I had a few girlfriends start off that way. It was fun. I also had a few not-girlfriends. It's
0: much more expensive than just staying at home playing Oblivion every night though. It's a lot more expensive.
1: Plus, like, it's detrimental, and like, like you know, like me getting uh, older, I become more conscious of like what I'm doing to my body, and it's like, well, I'm drinking all those calories to get high, right? And like, where's it going? Because like, you get drunk, and then aside from acting oafish, that's just like, man, I want, I want some. Fucking French fries and chicken. French motor. toast, <laughs> but it's it's not good. It's not good. Plus, it's like too much too much alcohol is not good for you, man. Like it's slow motion suicide. Tobacco is too.
3: You know, so I had to get off tobacco. Well, the thing about alcohol, like this, I've learned here in the last like two months that like you know when you're younger you drink it to like. Beyond the point where the high and the buzz is enjoyable, you know what I mean, and you're so naive of how it works that you think, well, if this feels good at 30 minutes in, if I just drink more of it an hour in, I'll feel, feel even better. And you get the hour in, you're like, I feel pretty good. Maybe if I drink a little more, I'll feel better. And then you realize I'm too far fucking gone. I'm drunk. I'm just There's keeping always that one moment of yeah.
0: fuck. <laughs> yeah.
3: So you hear that fuck moment. You're either like either I can quit. And sober up or I just go through it and have some stories to tell. Normally
1: with me it's like I need to fucking puke and pass out. Like, whenever I reach that threshold, like I I can't I can't just like keep fucking going. Now like now I don't drink like that. Like,
3: I've learned that like you can drink if you do it right, like it's you get the good feeling of alcohol and what it does. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're 21 years old and you're trying to just choke down off Ice, <laughs> and you don't know that all that fucking sugar is what causes the fucking hangover, because it makes you... Your but you're also,
0: like, brought up thinking, oh, that's the cool thing to do. Yeah. Go get fucked up. Yeah. There's and no
3: dad to tell you, like, listen, son, you, you take this fucking bourbon, you put a little ginger beer ginger ale in it with some ice and a little lime. Your dad would never drink that. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> get that sissy shit away from me. He uh, I made fun of him a couple years back. It's like, you know, you, I wish you drank good bourbon, like 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 people do, because then I could buy you know, like a bottle, a nice bottle of bourbon every year. You can just drink on. I was like, you drink the fucking shit bottom shelf rock gut. OFC. No, they what no man, they, just, they, just, they just they just black UFC. velvet, black velvet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sixty year old barfly's uh, favorite drink of choice. <laughs> but yeah, to your to your point about like you know. You know, alcohol's a
1: drug, so, like, you, you you have to be mindful and be a relatively good manager when it comes to drugs, right? So, like, like the last time I played, as I do normally, uh, I have a drink before I go on because, like, I'm fucking nervous. And, like, the drink will, like, calm me down a little bit, loosen me up, you know.
0: Take the edge off.
1: Yeah. And then... I have one afterwards, after I get done, either to reward myself or to take the pain away of humiliating myself on stage. Because <laughs> uh, then, then it's just like, well, now I'm here hanging out with everybody and just watch me be a horse's ass.
3: Cool. The other thing is, like, finding something you enjoy to drink. That's the next thing.
1: Well, I like, I like knowing that I'm putting drugs in my body. Um... um. So like that's one reason why I like bourbon. I, I don't like beer. One, it's it's too filling and bloated and like sort of feeling. Two, the high it gets me, it just makes me I feel sad and emotional. Versus like if I'm drinking like bourbon, I don't know, I feel like manly. Is it really like I, I, I feel I feel I feel like dignified kind of manly where it's just like 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 I I hold my glass upright, you know. With my forearm vertical, degrees 90 degrees straight Staring up. Into this dark liquid, my my life. my hand is juxtaposed 90 degrees aft, sticking out, palms skyward, fingers cussed up, holding the glass so I can twirl it when I sway my wrist back and forth. Like that shit. Like I dig that shit. What I don't dig is the. Like, slamming, hand me another beer. Like slamming a, natty lights. Yeah, they're like, man, you think Tabitha would ever take me back?
0: Man. Tabitha's a bitch. Man, she was good to me. Yes, she wasn't.
2: <laughs> I don't think I know anybody. <laughs> Tabitha.
3: I was trying to think. Of Tabitha's a good southern name. like Tabitha. Tabitha. You got to say there's a stank on it. Tabitha. Oh, Tabitha
1: gave me the fucking shaft.
0: I'm now a carrier of HPV thanks to Tabitha.
1: She had my shit in a cardboard box marked his outside. Whenever I got home, I don't think there's any left.
3: There's a thing called a sink over there. You, you put the water in it.
1: There might also be uh, some water in the pitcher. In is the your uh,
3: cat milk fresh?
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a boy. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you want to milk him. This milk, milk is salty.
0: Just take some winding up. <laughs> have you ever have seen... Have up recently? Say what? Have you wound your cat up
1: recently? No, I, I don't wind my cat. Um, have you ever seen like a cat penis... Like it's it's like it's
3: it's got barbs on it. Yeah, it's
1: like
0: spiked. I've only heard
3: tails. Do I need to Google it? That's why cats, why female (laughs) cats always scream like bloody martyrs. Okay,
0: if we're gonna continue the conversation about cat penises, I'm gonna have to look one up. I got
1: you. I got (laughs) you. I've
0: got the image right here. (laughs) It's in my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) What's my background? Check it out.
1: Cat penis images.
3: Oh, weird. Yeah, man. You want to look, look at a weird dick? Look at a turtle dick. <laughs> it's like a fucking umbrella. Welcome yeah, back yeah. to
0: Penises of the Animal Kingdom.
3: Today we are comparing a feline cock
0: with that of a turtle. Now I'm looking up turtle
3: penises, like everyone. The cat oh, of wow. the sea. Here's a video of a, uh, of a turtle trying to bang a female turtle and think pops like a fucking mushroom. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Turtles are
0: hung. Yeah. he's He's got a proud look on his face, too. Like.
3: Yeah, the ocean ain't this big.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, take your picture, National Geographic. Wait, holy
1: shit, dude. Like, this thing, like, comes up to his sternum. Like, the human equipment. Can you imagine, like, your dick coming up to your titty?
3: Like I'd love just to, to imagine your- that, but I can't. Oh, my
1: God. Your poor wife. No. No. <laughs> Like, going balls deep on a woman, like, like I hope you're ready for all 28 inches.
3: Scattering <laughs> the fucking heart. Like,
1: oh, my God. Probably, like, you can find, like, one of those size queens that, uh, you know, their, uh, their, their husband doesn't even talk to him anymore. Dude, i ever... Uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but ever tell y'all about... Uh, I was uh, at the Blue Pub, and the the couple behind me in a booth got in, like, a fight. No. So... Did you stab somebody? No, 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 not, not like, anything violent like that, but my friend uh, Patrick uh, Teasley was playing uh, music up there, and I I went up there to, like, you know, like, listen to him, and he's, you know, it's relatively, like, quiet acoustic music, and a couple, I'm sitting at the... The, the furthest booth so like there there is no other like yeah. booth or whatnot. it's just me I'm just
3: you're off on an island over there yeah I'm,
1: I'm positioned to like about as far as way uh, from me the singer as I am to like Justin the booth behind me like it's very quiet so like they start arguing and <laughs> then it, it escalates I hear the dude go
0: ah oh, horse shit
1: I know you you was probably down there in the hood with all them black dicks again,
0: weren't you? <laughs> just getting run up on all them dudes in the hood, weren't you?
1: He also says some more colorful language that I don't want to. Uh, I would uh, think of a man who don't that to of An
3: argument would not just use those uh, words.
1: Like in the middle of a restaurant so, in a very quiet. Like I'm just sitting here awkwardly. Like, like from here to the door. Like you know, it's a booth.
0: So I'm literally like next to this couple. That's an at-home argument. You absolutely should have turned around and looked her dead in the face and said, well, were you?
1: <laughs> she was... If I turned and looked, I would have been facing him. I was like, I'm not looking at this dude right now. <laughs> this don't concern me. And that's all he would say to me. just like, this don't concern you. I'd be like, you're right, it doesn't.
0: But I'm wildly interested. So rather than even have that,
1: to which like like what am I what am I gonna do is like, hey now, that's her right to violate your marriage and to go get gangbanged down in the hood, sir.
3: She's like, a free woman. You don't she, want her. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> hey, it's the current year. You shouldn't you should be able she should be able to do what she wants. Well, Stop it, exercising
0: male control over her. <laughs> it's her your
3: body, honey. Oh slay yeah. queen.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for her. <laughs> the stranger. Did she ever her. answer? Well, like, it quiets down, right?
0: As it should. And <laughs> did the guitar stop with like no, no, no? The Pat... screech of a turntable. <laughs> 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 right? Not Patty. Kept going. He was still playing?
1: <laughs> what a pro! <laughs> but they quiet down, and I'm just in there like, like oh, this can't be over. Like it can't be. So where
0: did that conversation? And then,
1: so then, like, they start again up again. He's like, he starts naming off like, like you had me do all of this, like, like all these favors or whatnot that she like wanted him to do. That I, I guess that he did. And
3: what kind of favors here? I can't remember. Yeah, the you
0: change your tire. <laughs> That's a sexual metaphor. Change that tire, baby. I can't believe it. I, I ain't never changed a tire on a woman like you before. Had the <laughs> biggest tires <laughs> I ever did see.
1: But the, as the um <laughs> He started to get light, like like name i all all stuff get pissed and then he just grabs his coat and like walk like walks storms out. I'm not sure what she did. She didn't go out that door though, but by the time I did turn around she was gone.
3: It was definitely not out in public argument. Oh my god, dude.
1: There was one girlfriend I dated, one of the, one of if not the worst person I've ever dated before, but she liked to have public fights. That was like one thing that like turned her on was trying to emasculate me in public. Like de- demean me in public and like like be like sexually ad- advantageous with other dudes and the guys look at me like bro I'm not doing anything here like like I'm like like she is doing all this I'm not like like doing anything I'm like yeah yeah I, I know you're not like just fucking like just to like get a reaction out of me you learn a lot from dating a sociopath like that but like that shit's so fucking gross to me man like like those couples that would like fight publicly. Like, I've, I've been a third wheel before with couples, and, like, they'll invite me somewhere, and then they'll just start fighting. I'm like, you guys, like, hold me over here to watch you fight? Seems really odd. Who,
3: who do I write home with? He's been bringing that with me a lot. My relationship with my wife. That's not all you Back do. Back to the good then. old days. <laughs>
0: oh, they had some good ones. Kicking the door off the fucking franchise. I wonder how much <laughs> Home Depot has made in profits off of hinge sales to I your family. Like Neon said hinges, old raging build <laughs> <laughs> kicked on the door. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, can we tell that story? What you kick at the fucking door? Which which time?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what prompted me to say that. I didn't know this man has removed. No, I thought you were being facetious. Which time? Which door? This man has (laughs) removed some doors. (laughs) There was a one
1: time I remember. Whenever you kicked it off the edges. It went down the hall at your parents' house because when you open up that one door, it's a straightaway on hardwood floors, and so I just imagine your mom and dad sitting in the living and room. And the door just slides <laughs> in.
0: <laughs> Enjoying
1: their night of tranquility. The, first, and then
0: the fucking door. The first time I kicked the door in. Um. Well, the, we, the first time I kicked the, the door in. <laughs> it's amazing you can say that <laughs>
3: Well, the first time I kicked the door in, um, <coughs> I went grocery shopping, and I don't remember what happened. But I had an armful of groceries, you know. And to be fair, I overreacted. <laughs> 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 so, I had to, I can't remember, I think I had to, like, shit really bad. So, I'm trying, either shit or piss really bad. It's one of the two. So, I, I, I've got, like, a double fucking armload of groceries. And Cindy she thinks she's being cute. Just dancing on the front porch. pulling it in. Open the, open the door. Please. So, Cindy she thinks she's being cute, and she's just playing around. And, like, um. Oh sweet Cindy. <laughs>
0: Hey, come with <laughs> you
3: So, like, like, I'm at the door. I'm like, I have to do one of the... T- I can't remember. it so fucking long ago. And so, like, I, I like, kick the door. Like, I might, like, kick it in, like, really hard. But, like, kick it Open the fucking door. And she started laughing. And I, like, fucking roundhouse karate kicked the fucking bottom by the hinges. And it just, it just fucking flew away. Boom! And just, like, popped off the hinges and, like, fell, ca- like, a cartoon on the floor. And, like, they're sitting in the doorway wide I like, oh, my fucking God. So we like do the best to put the door back up there like we didn't do anything. Blame ever. it on someone else to make it <laughs> What did you do? <laughs> it was the dog. The, in the, uh, that's that's the carport door at door, door my parents' house. The second time I kicked it in. Um he newer, was, stronger door. He, he was uh, testing it. He was doing a quality assurance check um, His door will he, not do. This is back like, when Dad was like starting to have his health starting to slide off real bad. So like I this is the thing I had to go out there with the ambulance on the fucking way. And like uh he had fell out and had a seizure in the floor. So like, you know, my mom calls a pain, oh my god, he's having a stroke get out here. So, like, I pass the ambulance and the fucking fire trucks. I mean, I'm flying down the road going out there. And I start bolting down the road, and I'm panicking, so I don't see she's got the front door open for me to pull in the front, so I can go in the front. I pull her on the carpet like I always do, and I walk in, and I grab the door It's locked, so I just stand back and just fucking lean and I just kick the door in the middle, and it, and it <laughs> literally flies down the fucking hallway to throughout the kitchen and it lands and like I'm, I run and jump over it and like I go, down the, I go down the fucking hallway I'm running so fast I about run on the wall and run like fucking Bo, uh, Bo Jackson and, and the baseball thing he run yeah. on the wall give that back to him and like this motherfucker's awake he's like I'm like he said what did like, you do to my door <laughs> <laughs> here, here I am panicking thinking my dad's died of a stroke and then he's coming to out of the seizure I'm like He's like uh he's like he's like, how the fuck are you running? I'm like, I thought you were dying. He's like, I'm not. <laughs> and then he goes, I was like, well, are you alright? He said, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, you're always a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I was, I was like, well, I kicked, well, I kicked the door in again. He's like, why the fuck would you do that? I said, because I thought you were dying. Well now I'm alive with a broken door, thanks a lot. <laughs> So I had to stick that thing back up there. And then the bedroom door in the old bedroom. (laughs) Uh, The first time I broke it up it involved Cindy. I was chasing her down the hallway playing around just (laughs) roughhousing. And uh, she runs and it's like an interior door so it's a hollow hollow door. Mm -hmm. So I'm like right fucking I'm like not that far behind her running. So she gets in and slams the fucking door and here my big ass go, goes right through it like I'm a fucking juggernaut. <laughs> it fucking explodes. I hope you
0: <laughs> burst through it in your silhouette. Just
3: <laughs> <laughs> The rest of the door is standing. <coughs> I think I only broke that one one time. But yeah, that's pretty much it. First
0: night I met him, he tried to smash me through the door at Thompson's house. <laughs> Tried to ram, he tried to break down the door with my face. He liked you. <laughs> That's his way of letting you know. <laughs> You're my buddy now.
3: <laughs> I used to be angry all the time. No way.
0: <laughs> There's like
1: one art project. I remember you made our construction paper, it was like a little dude. It was
3: it was a cool project.
1: Little dude, little blue dude, and he just did like this.
3: Cut out of flames. Yeah. I know where you're going with this. That's one thing you look back in life like, God damn, what the fuck was wrong with you? (laughs) You carved pain. Hate. Hate. (laughs) to his computer desk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's after you get the tour de force up the stairs with just holes, just fist holes, checkering the whole route up the stairs, stepping over broken controllers for the video games.
3: I have not broke a thing in a long time.
0: Because they make them sturdier now, thanks to people like you. <laughs> I don't have a problem, guys. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> I'm addicted to reach to home. <laughs> yeah, but not too many people say they keep the, the door of the parents' house in twice.
1: <coughs> no, the interior door, I could totally s- see, like, the juggernaut thing happening because, like...
0: Interior doors are kind of flimsy, you know. You know what I mean? And the laws of physics.
3: <laughs> Can't <laughs> imagine you stopping on a dime. <laughs> I remember the second time I was being a dickhead. Like Cindy was getting up, leaving, going, doing something. It was early in the morning, and like I don't know, I was being an asshole. So like I slammed the door and went to go fucking punch it. And when I punched it, because the wood the door replaced it was a solid wood door. that had wood panels in it. So you know, like doors had like that, like a little panel here and a little panel here. Well, the, the wood panel on that was like an insert the door horsewood together. So I got pissed off and punched it. So when I punched it, I knocked that that panel completely the fuck out. So from Cindy's perspective, she hears "for blam, boom," and then she turns around and you see my face and like hole. She's like, "What'd you do?" Yeah. <laughs> so I spent all fucking day trying to fix that. <coughs> I just again, propped it up there, walked away. <coughs> Blame it on someone else. I don't think there's anything else I've done quite that bad, though. Pretty sure you guys could probably think
0: of something. Snapping controllers in half is probably my favorite. It's always I would a play. Uh, Will in that Madden game that he had upstairs mm-hmm. I, what was it Madden '99 or something. That's some that's old fucker, problem. yeah. Yeah, not always pick the Titans and do just the <laughs> hail mary pass and it would always work just every time, just every time it just worked. I think that broke a controller. Yeah, you nearly murdered <clears throat> Dane over a guitar. Oh shit, that was a good story. Well, not really. I it was
3: fun to it. be there. <laughs> Because that wasn't the fucking, hey, Will, are you mad and doing a last piece of cake and wiping your ass on my head. That was the mm-hmm. era of our friendship. That's a terrible... Good summer. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping you with the fish. Was that a gar? No. No, it was a brim, so... I mean, technically could have hit me in the fucking face with the fins and hurt me, but... Right. off of the laughs, huh? Yeah, <laughs> That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> laugh for a while and you die. It's true.
3: <laughs> I'll tell you my favorite Dane story. I have two of them. I have quite many of them. I hope he
0: listens to this and gets to hear all these <clears throat> I fucking hate you Dane. <laughs> you know that? I pretended to be your friend all these years. I haven't been. I hate you.
3: <laughs> he uh is I tried to get him to come up but uh He's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Well, no, they
1: they just uh, uh, got the new shop started uh, yesterday. Oh, good. He told me something that was mm-hmm. getting that rolling. I think uh, oh, that's pretty <clears throat> um, I think the name of
3: it is Hot Love Tattoo. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I already hear his voice in my head complaining about that name. Hot Love. Well, that's a fucking stupid name. Oh, ah, that name kicks <laughs> ass. Oh hell yeah!
1: <laughs> Whenever was it uh, a couple weekends ago that we were over at your house, I I told him I was like uh, like you're more welcome to uh, you know sit in on the podcast. I so, like I don't know you would say too much. You're like
0: oh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> It's funny when he gets st- started talking though, because he is a funny son of a bitch. If you call him like, and I love it, like you're talking him for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> He's an t- t- easy, easy, easy it's hour. So funny, like when I first met him, I think I was in, I-, I came here in the ninth grade, so I met him and he was like in the third grade or some shit. But he would not talk at all. If you said anything to him, his response
3: would just be, "Why?" Like you were bullying him. No matter what, you- hey, which way is the bathroom? Why are you gonna hit me? You know. I remember I like, asked him, like, you want me to take y'all back to school? Why? <laughs> you don't want to go, man. You're cool. Yeah. You got <laughs> frosted
1: tips, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I showed up to his house once. <laughs> it was like late. We were going out. There. I was going out to Mike's out there at uh, uh, Lovejoy. I think that was it. And uh, I drove by and see, like, all, all the lights are off. And I'm like, all right, let me, let me do this. So I cut my headlights off and drifted in his yard and knocked on his window. He comes <laughs> like the window, looking confused with this fucking Chris Cornell hair. jeans. <laughs> 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 I'm like, hey. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm bored. <laughs> all right. Well, come on. Let's go do
0: something. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. I, my f- I wonder if he's ever been privy to like our impression of him. Oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows. Do like you think if, if, even though you don't talk anything like that, it's yeah. still just the voice that
3: we use for you? What are well, you use for me? Well, we don't we don't emulate you. Okay, good. I sound like I have a list when you don't, when you don't emulate my voice. Colt is um, it's a wonderful life, dude. <laughs> uh, what's his fucking name? Jimmy Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Ah, oh,
1: that's a good. That's a classic voice. Um. I was wanted to imagine him hosting to catch a creditor. Well, have a seat right there. Go ahead and have a seat.
2: What, 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 what are you doing here?
1: <laughs> I see you brought some condoms with you. Huh? This isn't your house. Yeah, brought that and some wine coolers with you. I guess you were, you were just going to well,
0: watch a movie
1: or something, right? Just going to have a good time. Warn
0: her of the dangers of meeting strangers on the internet, eh? Yeah, yeah. A lot of creeps on the internet, I heard. You would have figured that, like,
1: you know, some people even use the internet to meet up with teenage boys and girls. You know
3: anything about that?
0: That's a uh, show that needs to come back. That was a great uh, fucking show. Only if <laughs> they'll only if they resurrect Jimmy
3: a Kermit the Frog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Well, I hate to inform you, there is no underage pussy here. Just a frog. Mm-hmm. And the law. Yay!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: we got the bad guy! Yay! You'd think in the age of the, uh, Chris Henson and all the Catch Predator stuff and all these sting operations, people would stop trying to pick up underage girls on the internet. No,
1: there was one. There's a. A uh, couple of pages I follow uh, that are, you know, into, like, uh, raising awareness for, like, human trafficking and shit like that. And, like, the pedo uh, networks and stuff. And uh, there's this one guy, I think his initials are EDP, that was, like, supposedly, like, a, a YouTube star that he was... He was
3: a big... Uh, he got... he was a... his channel blew up from... He's a big Eagles football fan, and that's how it kind of blew from there. He kind of crossed over to doing other like stuff in that realm of football and sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, go ahead. That's where he came from. He's, he's a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah, he got busted Yeah, this week, I think. Yeah, he's like a five-foot-six, 400-pound black guy. Yeah. He
1: was trying to uh, meet like a 13- or 14-year-old uh, uh, kid. Where was that at? I don't know. Top of my head, but yeah, you know, they uh, they caught them. They're like I I do like that. There's a lot of these I would call them vigilantes that they'll pose.
3: There's whole time as of uh, as uh, as
1: kids, you know, to lure these perverts out. Good.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. How many times had that guy done that and not got caught? Because that was his first fucking time. It couldn't have been
1: no normally from from what i've seen for like the to catch a predator and like these other stuff whenever they'll they'll catch like somebody like the independents that do it yeah when it's somebody that hasn't done it before they are like instant like just like 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 oh my god like like i've been caught oh my god like like this was wrong yeah. and that's rarely the case you see with it you know what i mean like like Maybe once or twice it's been a scenario I can think of in my mind on any of those Good. platforms or shows that the person, like, immediately you're just like, like yeah, you
3: fucked up, man. Like,
1: this may not be who you are, but, like, you, you've, you fucked up.
3: Two of my favorite ones those, like, the guy walks in there and gets butt-ass naked and sits in the stool. And then the other one's like, the guy's talking to Prince Hanson and he's, like, eating the fucking cookies. are laid out. Like, nothing's going on. Yeah. And then he walks out. like, cookies are stale anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Then yeah. they arrest them once they leave. Problem with that is, is um, and while the show's not on air anymore, is like they had a bunch of guys commit suicide.
0: Well, stop trying to fucking well, bank you. Know, are
3: right. right. But the thing is, they hadn't technically broke any law yet. Yeah. There, the
1: another thing that happened with that show was that there were activists that there were some people that criticized like how, how the show was doing, like catching some of these people. And with some of these people, it seems that they were goading these people into doing it. These people initially were just like not uh, being perverse or anything, though why are you communicating with a teenager anyway that's not your kid and you're not an educator, you know? Other than that, I don't really see why you're fucking talking with teenagers or you're talking with kids. Um, I don't know the the it's fucking despicable man I'm sorry I got sidetracked in my rage <laughs> that ed that edp guy like and the, like there's other people like that I I think that I think people don't want to talk about it because it's always happening you know what I mean and like
3: well, it goes back, like I mean, back in the fucking the forties, fifties, and sixties. Like I mean, it was just shoved under the fucking rug. Like even like, in the
1: eighties, yeah. like there were pop songs
3: like about a girl being only seventeen. Yeah. And well, like, all groupies back in the eighties and seventies, eighties were like teenage girls. Shit, back in the Vito's days, man. Like,
1: also true, Been yeah. True. Whenever you had. Boy bands with breakdowns that would come in, and you'd have all ages show, which I mean, I'm not against all ages show, but maybe like you don't have all ages show at a place that also sells alcohol. Kind of how like many fucking idea.
3: 14 year olds I've seen coming down the stairs at like Vito's and one up screaming because they think they're fucking dying because they had too many fucking lemon drops? Like <laughs> it's, I could count on probably two hands, like how many times I've seen that happen. One was me, yeah, it was him. I also remember being at fucking Vito's like downstairs getting some water or some a coke or some shit. I don't remember who was fucking playing but like I look up and you literally see the fucking forwards bowing and I was like, that's not good. Yeah, I better go back up there.
1: <laughs> I think it's still shut down, the Bell House. I see um uh, uh, one of the old uh, owners, uh, Rob... Uh, the 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 father had died, Bob, but uh, Rob, uh, he was married to Kaisa back yeah, in the day. Yeah, but uh, he's he's come out to like a couple of my shows, and like whenever I saw him at first, I was like I was like, like I got like emotional like about it, and like I was excited because like I was like holy shit, dude! I was like like you allowed my shitty band to like come and play numerous times. Like like like, like, and like he would like he had no reason to do that. Like he had no reason to do that. Like to like allow us to like keep playing there and like promote and everything. They were
0: great for the, the band scene of Valdosta. Yeah.
1: And like even like like personally, like that was one of like the the things that like encouraged me to like, no, you should keep like Delving into music and, and, like, songwriting and whatnot. Is there like, a scene
3: in Austin anymore at all? Or is it just, like, they play at somebody's house? It's not like any... It's not like a band scene. There like, is a
1: DIY house, but it's shut down whenever COVID shut down. And then a lot of local political stuff happened between it and Ashley Street Station. That was just sort of dumb and petty, in my opinion. But, um... Other than that, no, like whenever, whenever I came back um, from Jersey, that was at the end of 2011, yeah. I went to a show at the Blue Pub and like there was, there was like, they had a stage then and like there was a, there was like a lot of like people, like I, I ran to like uh, my friends at the Brass Quill, like Ben and Jake, they were in cereal Carpens back mm-hmm. in the day, I ran to Little Will. well I was there and like there was like a lot of people there I was like I was like wow I was like like there's there's still like a a good scene here like that's cool but then it just sort of like I don't know it just sort of got splintered off and then there wasn't anything for like high school bands anymore you know like that was like the great thing about vetoes is like you know we were all in high school and they were like yeah you can come to our bar and Play like like with like other legit bands, you know.
3: Like, fucking think about one up, saw Mastodon, they saw an earth, they saw fucking, um, I saw the blood brothers there, blood brothers played there, uh, and we hung out with them. The bass player tried to get you
1: and uh, Rodney to go back to uh, his room at the day's We're
3: We're cool man, but (laughs) it was fucking good. Um real big in 0304. Who? What?
1: Well, there was... Who else played there? Under Oath? Under Oath. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's where I first learned about Under Oath was seeing them there at, like, 1-Up. And, like... Like, that was, like, really, really awesome. You, you don't have that anymore. But I think, like, since COVID, you don't have a lot of things anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Like, freedom. You, you, we don't. You know what I mean? Like, there's... Like, it's all privilege. Like, everything is, like what your privilege you're privileged or allowed to do. And it's okay because it's for the safety of everybody else. I, I, I don't like it. Um, Who else just came through that off that's
3: kind of went on to... That's about it. Everything not,
1: well, I mean, All-American Rejects played, but they played out at Wild Adventures.
3: Old town I, yeah. I don't remember, like, the, the like the club S- scene.
1: The underground... The, I think the biggest names that came through, like, one-up... Well, Mastodon, era. Mastodon. The, Mastodon on Blood, tour with the Blood Tour. Right. Blood Brothers. Um, uh, Darkest Hour. Oh, uh, I all
3: about Darkest them. Hour. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. going to have to listen to some of that. On okay. The, uh, Hidden Hands of the Satanist Nation. Fucking banger. Uh,
1: yeah, Under Oath. Evergreen Terrace wasn't really that big. They, I think they went on tour with. They, they with really Rise had, Against, I think. That's like.
0: They these. were big around here. Yeah. I mean, they. Sold more
1: albums than I'm gonna sell. For first last <laughs> right here? From first to last, is some of the members arguably are from here, like from yeah. here, like Tallahassee. I mean, Skrillex, Sunny, he's from elsewhere, but he's
3: from California. <laughs> but it's just it's just weird. Like I I, yeah, it. I
1: saw I saw them. I never saw them at Vito's or uh, uh, one up. I saw them at Rick's. And you know, Rick's in someplace else. Oh, yeah. Like, good
3: lord, they have the name of fucking forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, that I think was the last time I was ever in there because there, there was no reason for me to go to Rick's nightclub. But um, I think this was before Ashley Street Station had opened up. And even if it were at that time, it was like. Like a, like a a dive bar, like the stage. I don't think
0: Ashley Street Station existed when I left for the military. Their
1: ninth year is this year. So, it's, yeah, no, they didn't.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's almost 20 years in. Nah, no, I'm almost 15. Now.
1: Yeah, 06, so, 07.
0: Yeah.
3: Time flies when you're getting old and destroying your knees. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have the, like... I've loved my 30s so much more than my 20s, though. Like, it's been a lot harder, um, but I think it's kinda like a, you know, like an RPG anyway, like life, it's a video game, you know? Like, it's it's supposed to get harder as it goes along, but it gets more rewarding at the same time.
0: I'd still time travel by Bitcoin. Yeah. I'd mean, definitely, I would, yeah. Oh my God, right? Yeah, sorry, I can't go out to the bars with you guys tonight. Um, I'm, I gotta work some extra hours to buy Bitcoin.
3: <laughs> Are they just fucking making bread all night and all day just to buy Bitcoin with all your whole check, and it would be worth it. That would be. How long did that take? Was it ten years
0: for it to pop off like that? Well, I was looking up stuff about it last night, and I didn't know that it was like an active live
3: thing before it even hit a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I uh, was my understanding like one of the biggest things that made it become a thing was the Silk Road on the dark web because mm. they traded exclusively in Bitcoin. And then I think when they arrest that guy and uh, they seize those assets and shit, I think his and I'm probably fucking wrong about the number, but it was like the what the amount of Bitcoin they seized now, the value of it now is like something like eighty billion dollars. Oh God, and the government just owns that now. Through civil, through civil forfeiture.
1: What are they gonna? What are they gonna do with that? Some of these other countries are like getting it, like Russia and Venezuela. Like they're getting into Ethereum, and like like well, India. They're, a lot of they're all
3: trying to get into all of it. You know, it's just the
1: people are trying to hit the about
3: which one is gonna like take off.
1: Right, but I mean, like the, the U.S. seems like almost just like ignoring it altogether.
3: Know. They're watching it, but I think, I think one of the things is, like, people are making money off of it. No one's getting ripped off. It's just, it's the Wild West right now. So, all these giant billionaire hedge fund managers and uber wealthy can, like, go in and buy. It's like Dogecoin. Dogecoin, largely, like, outside, it's being being memed into existence through social media. Like, a lot of it's been pump and dump by billionaires so you go in and buy several, let's say, $100 million worth of Dogecoin at three cents and then it jumps to fucking 45 cents. Like, you've... Yeah, you just wait. Yeah, you, just, you sell it when it's 45 and you've, you've, I don't know, centipleed your money or some shit. Like, that's what it's there for. Eventually, they're going to have to come in and start regulating it. I mean, it's going to have to. It just can't stay this open-ended... It's your
1: I think they'll try to, and it's not going to go well. I
3: don't know how they would do it. That's the part. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're going to, have to They're going to try to do something. They're going to have to do something, and they're not going to be able to do it because no one really controls it. Like it's well, it's a currency, so you can exchange it for a dollar worth, but no one owns it. Like no country owns that currency. It's a it's a it's a country without it's a currency without a home. Yeah, it's not, it's not a dollar. It's not a franc. It's not a pound. It's not a rupee. Yeah, crypto is yeah. yeah. It's way, of, it's way of the
1: future. Way of the future. I think so. Way of the future. Way of the future.
3: Come on, Safe Moon. Everybody out there listening, go buy Safe Moon. I'm just going to, like, you know, you guys get rich off crypto. I'm just going to die in a tractor in a row one day. <laughs> like a real farmer. Broken in debt.
0: And we'll bury you in a gold plated tractor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll
1: just cast this corpse in gold. <laughs>
3: Make a funeral pyre, put a fucking tractor on top of it. That's what he would have wanted. Watch it go, watch oh. <laughs> an arrow into it, don't, don't fire. I, I hate to see him and that that beautiful tractor go to waste.
0: Man, i all just have fun with my corpse, man. Like Skyrim, like ragdoll physics. Like, something. Kind of
3: launch you out of a fucking, like, uh, trebuchet a catapult. I don't, I'm dead, I don't care, man. <laughs> Just your long-legged, lanky ass <laughs> <laughs> Doing cartwheels in the air. Do it. I won't
0: give a shit.
1: Use your corpse as a a puppet, a marionette. Like, hang it with, like, a crane and then go, like, apply for bank loans and stuff.
3: Whatever y'all want to do, man. You guy, I'm going to go, like, up your casket and wipe my ass on your head. Do it. Fucking do it! I hope I've it's hilarious. sixty years
0: for this fucking moment. I hope my family screams in horror as you do that. <laughs> you need to leave. It's what he would have wanted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, d- the doors fly open, and like you see, he's like an old decrepit man wearing a fucking farmer hat, wheeling down there. <laughs> you see me pull in, and like get out and grunt like I'm fucking like going super singing out of the fucking chair. I'm like, and stand up. Walk, you wallow, son of a bitch. <laughs> pull my pants down. And everybody's too polite to say anything. Just What's
0: happening? Or shock.
3: Yeah, too shock. <laughs> I hoot my ass cheeks up. There's like a mat of white and brown hair. I gotta sit down and fall in the fucking casket.
0: We both fall to the ground.
1: I was gonna say that I was picturing you more in overalls and that... When you take them down, you can see that you've already shit yourself. Because <laughs> you know time's a factor. So you drop the overalls
0: and then just
3: crops aren't going to harvest themselves. Plop so, right on. I wonder at what point will I start wearing overalls on a daily basis? It's gonna happen one day. God, night, not soon enough.
1: <laughs> Do they make them though with a
0: zipper? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Man, that sounds stupid. If you don't have to go through a process of removing overalls every time you got a piss or shit, you're missing the whole experience. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Cause like, you know, some of those like pajamas that were suits
1: are like a onesie.
0: Yeah, they got like the little access hatch. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's got a, it's got a little place so you know you can you can unbutton it and you know poop.
3: Oh, honey, could you get my butt flaps? Think about how many old farmers <laughs> have shit all in their overalls because getting them down fast enough. Well,
1: that's why they're their lucky pair. You know, you gotta break them in. You can just say that it's, it's cow shit.
3: I slipped and fell. How I did you know get about to you. The inside? I know you've been on <laughs> cow shit a lot. See, yeah, There's it smells a completely, fragrance. There's completely a fragrance to
1: it. Human shit smells
0: like human shit. Yeah,
3: like well, I, mean, I guess my like eggs, hot garbage, Satan's vomit. I mean, it could be any fragrance. Joey Bennett's. Yeah, Joey Bennett. <laughs> Oh, he's coming. He should be in. Uh, he's going getting state stationed. I've quotation fingers in uh Mayport for three months in the summer. In Jacksonville, Mayport is yeah. lovely in the summer too. He's gonna really enjoy that. Yeah, so see. He'll probably be up every weekend.
0: Yeah. God, I miss him, man. But he'll be up soon. <laughs> Bet you won't kiss him on the mouth.
1: Probably not. Though I mean, in the moment, you know. I'm like, I'm a creature of whim, huh. so. telling
0: me what you're hot, man. <laughs> uh,
1: shit, y'all. We got a... Uh...
3: you got a dog shit remover? <sighs> yeah, you're just it
1: off. Oh, God. Really doing not I forgot about right. that. Well, one, there's... Just there's, <laughs> there's <laughs> leave it
0: bottom up. I don't need to shoot anymore.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we got about uh, we got
0: about f- three hours here. Edited down to about ten minutes. Think Ooh. that's a quality content.
1: Aside from me ranting for like twenty minutes straight in the middle,
0: we come to expect that from you. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a it
1: is a podcast after all. But um, dude, thank you so much for for coming and being back on, man. Like not to get emotional, but like you know, you were the first person. Aside from like the pilot that like like took a chance to, like like sit down and talk with me, and like record it, and I've talked with like over forty people now. And like this this the show is small, but like I feel like it's it has a uh, it's it's blossoming into something that could be really really powerful.
0: I mean, regardless of that, man, you didn't take a, a lot of tricking to get me to just come over and hang out and talk to you. Well, that
1: I know, but like still, it's a it's a difference between that and like being naked and vulnerable and also like like, you know, trusting in in me as well as far as like when I'm like saying that like, hey, I'm doing a show. And that
0: is not a metaphor. We are actually naked right now. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to bond with your friends you gotta do it in the bus. Sit around with them naked. But no, man, I appreciate you. I as well appreciate you.
3: Yeah. Thank you for coming Not out. so much, you. That's all right.
2: <laughs>
3: but, uh, It'll probably be a while before we see you again, I imagine. Yes.
0: As you. Yes, I'm leaving the country. I'm fleeing for war crimes. <laughs> 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 Give it a year. My bounty should go down. It'll cool off then. Yeah. Halt! You violated the law.
1: <laughs> Stop right there, criminal scum. No, no Oblivion line from you? Uh,
3: I played that so long ago.
1: Well, it's beneath you. I understand.
3: No, no. It's it's been a while. I can't quote it like you two. No lifers. Hey. Play it every minute you get. Hey. Hey now. You're an (laughs) all-star. Get
1: your game (laughs) on. Go play. Oblivion. Maybe I will. Is there anything you want to plug or promote?
0: (sighs) Idea, product? Certain Person, p- certain cryptocurrency, uh, Safe Moon. Everybody go by Safe Moon so it can increase in value and make me rich. How about you, sir? Uh, no, I've got
3: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I fucking I, what do I have to promote? Called I get up every day, I pick my employee up, I tell him what to do, and then I look at Twitter for two three hours. I mean, I have nothing to promote. So you're promoting.
1: Do you have a Twitter account where you actually
0: post? Do you post. tweet
3: twats? I don't, I'll, I'll plot the tweets. No. Man.
0: You should. You should. You should really I'm, take some of your more
1: like concise have, comical musings. And, I
3: have nothing of value to add to anyone. I've been saying <laughs> <seven, laughs> nothing. I have nothing of value ever said that will help anybody. And all value. It, it all honestly, it probably hurt my value as a person. So, no.
1: His first tweets are just nothing about Jews. Like that's all, <laughs> all. It's all about.
3: Let me tell
1: you about Israel real quick. Have you guys
3: noticed how many congressmen are Jews now? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, look it just, up. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like a kosher hot dog, just like everybody else does. But I mean, I don't. You know, this one account, sir. What
1: seems to be the problem? Well, it's been inactive for. About 12 years, but it just woke up and it's spouting out some really
3: anti-Semitic stuff. It's something about Jews and and car, money-baking cartels. He has one tweet in particular about hot dogs that has seemed to gone
1: viral, sir. It's been retweeted over 12 million times.
3: Let it continue. <laughs> <laughs> we watch. I have nothing about anything, nothing to promote. I just exist. And well, I appreciate you coming back on the show as well. I enjoy it. You do.
1: I think it's fun. Well, thanks again for listening. Bye. Later,
2: y'all.